is the Riot Squadcast, a supporter-driven show dedicated to L.A. Galaxy news, information, and opinions. Here's your hosts, Ed Rodriguez and Chris Zero Cool Tucker. Welcome to the Riot Squadcast. My name is Ed Rodriguez, and you are listening to the Riot Squadcast. We are live here on a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday night. I know it's a little change of schedule. It's a beautiful Wednesday night here in Gardena. I'm here with the one, the only, Ben Aranda. How are you doing, <laughs> sir? That's it, man. I don't get like your best friend or your favorite co-host or anything you like that. You told me to say it, dude. I just, you know, I just, a little bit, just a little low, nothing, nothing. Should we just start the show over? Okay, hold on. Ben, wait, ben, wait, wait, no, no, we're just here. Ben is my favorite co-host that is here today. Okay, here, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, go ahead. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait. This is the Riot <laughs> Squadcast, <laughs> a supporter-driven show dedicated to LA Galaxy news, information, and opinions. Here's your hosts. Ed Rodriguez and Chris Zero Cool Tucker. Welcome again to the Riot Squadcast. My name is again Ed Rodriguez, and I'm joined by my favorite co-host that's currently here. Hey, I'll take it. Take it. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take Band it. Around it. How are you doing, go. sir? Good. Good. Good, man. It was a bad sports week, but hey, you know what? It's looking up. Maybe we'll see. I mean, so. we go from the, the highest of highs. Yeah, who knows, Back man. down to the lowest of lows. Yeah, so somebody on Twitter, I can't remember who it is, and I apologize, but they said following this LA Galaxy team is like being married to like an abusive spouse. And I was like, that's totally it. You know, you just, you don't know what you're going to get. You're going to come home, they're going to be drunk. You know, you're, you're going to get beat. Are you not going to get beat? I mean, you don't even know what's going on. So. Or they're going to bring you like a gift home that day. Yeah, exactly. They're going to be all nice to you and sweet. I'll a nice, a nice yeah. 3-2 gift. Yeah. And then the next week, oh, as my mic falls, and the next week, a four nothing drubbing. Yes. Yeah. It's hard to yeah. it's hard to know what to make of this team, man. I mean, I, I, I guess we'll get into the game. We'll get into, we'll, no, we'll get into the game. How are you doing, man? How's I'm, everything? I'm doing all right. How's man? your week? My week is going all right. Um, me and my wife just celebrated our seventh year together. But see, this is this, see, this is what cracks me up because. It's a little behind the curtain. You were telling my wife this earlier. Yeah. And, you know, I got a little chuckle out of it because I'm like, oh, that's so cute. They still celebrate, like, their anniversary when they first got together, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I got, like, if you were to ask me legitimately, like, say, hey, when did you and your wife first get together? I'd be like, I had no clue. Like, no idea the actual date, like, the first time we got together, anything like that. I mean, I know we've been married roughly a thousand years, something maybe a little more. I don't know. But it cracks me up that you like, oh yeah, we celebrate our seven year anniversary. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's still early. That's why, you know, you still remember. I'm sure 15, 15 years from now, I'm like, I don't know, dude. Some time ago. Yeah, I know. See, I, just, I know it was like either 99 or 2000 when we got together, something like that. You're like around there. Yeah, somewhere around there. Well, ours is easy. It's 2012. I can, I can always remember that. That's true. And you got Tucker to always remind you of, you know, hey, I hooked you guys oh. up, so. God, yeah. You'll be all right. The one who's not here. Yeah, exactly. The one who couldn't bother calling in today. I know. Couldn't bother calling in. Who Do knows what's going on? you folks? He couldn't be bothered. Goes to the Portland game. Could have given po- us an eyewitness account of what it was like up there. Is in Portland for seven days. And we're like, hey, you going to call in? And he's like, yeah, I'll call in. 
And then nothing. Nothing. It's like, oh, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. And not even like, well, I told him like just 15 minutes, 20 minutes. No, nah, I can't do it, man. <laughs> I know. So what is going on? What's going on? I mean, we should have just checked his Twitter before we asked him just to see what's going oh, on. He's like, no, no, he's still on Twitter and Discord and all that stuff. That's that's. It's not taken away. No, I saw they went for a walk earlier. Did you see that? They did go for a walk. Yeah, it was it was nice little well, it's a lot by of, the river. It's a lot of greenery in, in Portland, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Look pretty. Nice enough to not call us. Yeah, it looked like they were having a good time. He's like, you yeah. totally forgot about us. Enjoy your vacation, I guess, you know? Yeah. I know, forget about and it. Then we'll be back to the grind. Exactly. But yes, anyways, uh, me and my wife did celebrate seven years together. Um, we didn't do much because uh, we're going to actually be We didn't do much. We didn't do Did it. you go to dinner or nothing? I mean, like... We went to Disneyland on Sunday. Oh, nice. And then... Um, so how was it? I mean, how's how the new Star Wars land, everything like that? It's amazing, dude. Uh, we've talked about it before, but uh, we pretty much just... I mean, because we were pass holders, so we just go and chill. Like, we don't even... Like, we went on one ride. So you just... <laughs> we went and... You're like, whatever, we're just going to go to Disneyland for a couple hours. We went and got, you know, got drinks, we're eating, like, just hanging out. Like, just chill, man. That's what you can do when you can literally go anytime you want. So you just walk around Star Wars lands, chill, nothing, do nothing. Do nothing, man. Just walk around, hang out with your wife. I Damn, mean, that's what. Dude, that's balling right there, man. You just go Disneyland. That's whenever. balling. Yeah, dude. It will cost me like three grand to take the kids to fucking Disneyland. That you know. That's true. And then one so, shit, and you just like, exactly. They yeah, they want everything. I like, forget it. We do it like once every couple of years. You know. When you get like, what was it your uh, your sister in law comes and balls out? I know. It's it's, it's my it's my daughter's god godmother, my oh, cousin, godmother, my yeah. cousin, who's like yeah. She's a banker type, you know. She actually she graduated from USC with two, with a finance degree and an accounting degree, and um, she's just been like she's in the banking industry, been in it for twenty something years. So she's still in debt for student No, loans. no, no. It's no. Actually, she, <laughs> she she paid her way through school while she was going to school and partied her ass off. Like I have no idea how she did it. And then she gets one of these jobs where like her bonus was her entire salary. Like they just doubled her salary. Oh God. You bonus time. We oh man, when she was single, if we were only all I, hanging out. If only bonus I, like, time was so good. Know, man, that was right? always a good time. Like if only if I just like paid attention to school. I know. And like kept just, through it. Kept kept going to school. Kept, like went through college <laughs> and like. Well, the, the, you hit it right there. You you, college is not about being smart at all. Anyone who says oh you got to be smart to go to college is lying to you. College is just about having the tenacity to finish. Yeah. It. It's just about you know, doing the work. Yeah. It's about it's about not saying oh man I mean, look, hey Chris, I'm gonna go Chris get stoned or hey yeah, you know I'm gonna. Go get a job and make money, you know, and then you just end up. Oh, I like this money, you know. Yeah, that's that was a that's like a big problem when you actually have to like work for, like, and go through school. Yeah. You're just like, nah, money's nice, man. Money is nice. Why am I busting my ass like in school? Like exactly. I can just go work. Exactly. And then you like five no. years later, you're still making the same amount of money you were five years ago. Yeah, I, I I went I worked my way through school doing what I do now, working, you know, driving and shit. I realized that I couldn't make as much money doing with the degree than I did. Working driving, so it just it ended up working out. And now yeah. you're going back to school. Yeah, now I'm like, going back to school because I'm because I'm like fuck, I gotta stop driving. Actually, yeah. I got like I'm retiring in a few years, so I'm like I gotta plan for the future. Can you imagine what Ben's gonna do in five years when he has to like he's retiring? Dude, are you kidding? I'm gonna be we're gonna be podcasting every day, man. Is that what we're gonna do? Yeah. All right. If you if It'll you be can Galaxy Daily. You wanna I, dude? You wanna pay me? I'll do that. We'll call just, it, we'll, you just come over on your way home from work. We'll call our show Good Morning Galaxy. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Good Morning Galaxy. We better trademark that now. We better tra- like that, well, we actually say- need to get that site and just like get get it on SoundCloud right well, now. We're saying it right now. We're trademarking Good Morning Galaxy. No one can use it. It's official. Because when you say it on the air, it's just official, right? <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah, that's how it works. We need to say, "Hey, trademark," and then we're good. <laughs> that's ours. 
That's all right. So don't you dare take it. No. You got to put it in an envelope and mail it to yourself. You know, keep it sealed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Um, yeah, we, I, I actually, you know what's funny? I was thinking about that today. Is we just, someone who could do like a, a daily galaxy show where you do like 20, 30 minutes. And like, it doesn't have to be anything like crazy. And I was like, oh, yeah, good morning, galaxy. That'd be cool. But no, don't that would, take it. That would be sweet. Hey, if you're in the live chat, uh, like and share us. If you found us on Twitter, like and share us. People yeah. Up. It's youtube.com slash riot squadcast. You are listening to us. If you're listening to us on Wednesday night, we are live on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or not Instagram. Soon, maybe. maybe, maybe. Soon, maybe. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, but if you want to join in like the live chat, youtube.com slash riot squadcast is where to be. Uh, that's where all the lively people are. Unfortunately, yes. Andrew is on the road right now to Atlanta. Do we even know where he is? Him and Mario. Well, we have some updates because we told them to call in every now and then to, to give us some uh, periodic updates. I think I might have deleted his call when I saw it was Andrew. So we have a couple. Fuck Andrew. We have deleted a couple voicemails it. from Andrew. Uh, him and and our and our friend Mar- uh, our friend Mario, uh, also Larzer. They're driving to Atlanta. I think it's like a thirty-plus hour trip. That's insane. I I our seventeen eighteen hours up to up uh, to what was it? I think it was was that Seattle or Portland? Seattle, I think. Yeah, Seattle. Yeah, Seattle I mean, was like that 18 was, hours. That was insane. I can't imagine 30 hours plus. No, nothing beats the story of when you guys went to Salt Were you in the Salt Lake car? When the car broke down? Oh, yeah. I was the Salt Lake because oh, yeah. it was like four fat ass motherfuckers. four of the fattest dudes ever. <laughs> Andrew blasting the AC and just like redlining <laughs> it all the way. And no wonder the car broke yeah. down. <laughs> oh, that's, that's my favorite away story. But yeah, so... um. I'm actually excited because me and my wife are going to go to Vegas in like two weeks. Oh, nice. And I've already decided that I'm like... Are you guys driving or are you going to fly? No, we're flying. Oh, boy. Um, and I, I've I've told myself that I'm going to um, unbreak my vow of not drinking. And I'm just going to get totally like blottoed out there. Oh, yeah, because that's the place where, oh, yeah, I haven't drank in a while, but I'm going to go get drunk in Vegas because that's the safest place to go get oh, drunk. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's no weirdos yeah, in Vegas. No, no, no nothing weird's going to happen to you. Abs- at, at all. So I think that's going to happen. <laughs> You're not going to end up in a gimp mask, you know, on parade. Nah, no, 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 no. You'll see my, like, because, you know, <laughs> they, don't, they don't do, like, the little playing cards anymore. They'll see me in, like, a gimp costume <laughs> passing out it out on the corner. Hey, um. Nice. Oh, Mario's actually in the, in the YouTube chat right now. Why are you, dude? That's funny. So Mar- Why is he in? See, I you got to look at me, so the mic's, like, weird. You're going to slide your chair over. Probably. I know. So, um. Andrew and Mario. Mario's actually in the chat right now. And just turn the mic if you need to. Yeah, sorry. The the mic stand's all messed up. Anyways, I'm just going to slide with the mic. Um, Yeah, man. We're going to go to Vegas in a couple weeks. Um, Flying out there. We're actually going to go see the Blue Man Group. Because oh, they were like $40 a ticket. <laughs> That's because everybody else has already seen the Blue I Man love, Group. I've seen it's going like to be you and like ago. four people. And then we're going to go see some other show that's outside of Caesar's Palace called, called Absinthe. Damn. It's kind of like a... Like a, semi- like a semi-hallucinogenic show? No, no, no. It's like a Cirque du Soleil kind of style, but it's like in a little tent outside of Caesars. Do you have to drink absinthe before you go in there? No, I would assume. You should, though. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to get fucked up, you may as well just like well, go Well, me and Denise were going to just take mushrooms all weekend. Oh, dude, that'd be, dude, mushrooms in Vegas would be <laughs> fucking phenomenal, dude. <laughs> dude, my wife doesn't even touch like- Have you seen Have you seen Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? Of course. Dude, that's like, yeah. No, my wife doesn't even touch edibles. Like, she's not, n- nothing about that. That doesn't surprise me. The hardest shit she does is, like, a glass of wine, like, every three months. Like, that's all yeah, she does. That seems about right. So, it's it's not going to be anything. We're just going to go and enjoy the shows. But it's like- You, but that, that's not to stop you. 
You could just like, come on. Come on, dude. Come on. Come on, dude. It's once. Just say, honey, it's No, you just say, hey, I don't know what it is, honey. I, I must have eaten something bad. She doesn't even know. It must have been, it must have been one of the weird <laughs> shit that we ate in Vegas. I know you <laughs> ate it too, but it must have not had an effect on you. It just had an effect on me. Well, see, that's the thing is you got to go to like the, um, you got to go to the buffet and then you have something that she doesn't have intentionally. So you can say, oh, man, it must have been, you know, such and such. Uh, uh, so Mario in the chat uh, puts out that they're listening on the way to Atlanta, but Chris couldn't even call in today. Just put that into perspective for all you guys out there. But yeah, anyways. Is Tucker in the live chat? Tucker ain't in the live chat. Hell no, Tucker ain't in the live chat. If he is, I'd be like, dude, just call in, right? You would think. You would think he'd just call in. Yeah. That, but yeah. That... Benjamin. Do you want to bring up that jingle for the Lars News? Sure. Lars News. This is Lars News. It's not real news. This is just Lars News. About stuff and things we want to talk about. Lars News. This is Lars News. All right, so we do have a couple things that I wanted to bring up. Uh, First of all, uh, if you've seen... On the social medias uh, of, of Lars NACB, uh, if you go to like Instagram, you can see it. Um, they posted up uh, asking, fellow G's are trying to raise funds for OC, Bra- uh, OC Brain Tumor Walk this year in support of our little friend Andre. Uh, please support this little G if you can. Uh, if you go to the Instagram, it's a you know, little kid in the galaxy hat on. You can go and click the link. Raise some funds for the little kid. You know, get some uh, cancer walk. Go do it. Go do that. Uh, also in Lars news, if I can find it, um, unfortunately there was a death in the Lars family. If you go to Lars's Instagram, because sorry, Ben's like fixing the mic while I'm trying to talk. So it's like going in and out. Um, if you go to the Lars Instagram, uh, you can find that one of, uh, one of our good friends passed away this weekend. A uh, close friend of our friend Pablo's best friend, majority of his life, uh, George, passed away suddenly on Monday. If anyone would like to help the family out with funeral expenses, uh, it would be greatly appreciated. We'll be tre- tremendously missed by he will be tremendously missed by us, his family, anyone that knew him. Uh, thank you in advance. So you can go to uh, LRI Squad uh, Instagram page. You can find that link as well. And I think we retweeted that out. Yes, we yes. also retweeted that. Uh, but it's easier, and we will again. Yeah, and it's easiest just to go to. Um, ACBs and to Riot Squad's Instagram page, and you can find both of those th- both of those things out. Any little thing help out, helps out, uh, you know. So go and help those. That's uh, for good causes. Uh, helping out family in need, and also helping out, you know, raising money for 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 a good cause. So uh, go do that. Um, other than that, I mean, that's all the large news we have, and all the galaxy news we have going forward. Um, we do want to bring it up a little bit. Do you want to play Andrew's first? Wait, do we do we have any viewing parties? No viewing parties. Uh, viewing parties go on the on the Instagram on the Just socials. the socials. Yeah, and they always post it up, and then we always hit that retweet. So, uh, but you know, you've seen it; they're everywhere. Anywhere you live in a city, there's probably one in like a ten mile radius from you. You can drive. To, so there's even like a new Galaxy chapter starting up in Vegas. So if yeah, you're I in saw Vegas, that. that's actually yeah, there was seven people. Yeah, it was about seven. Bad. Hey man, start some. Hey, gotta start somewhere, right? That's true. I'm sure there's way more Galaxy fans in Vegas than, than eight people. I'm sure there is. Dude, like I said, we got to get out there when G2 plays the lights, man. Next year? Yeah, next year. We couldn't go this year because I think it was, it fell again. I think it was on a weekday or something like that. Yeah, that's the problem is if it's on a weekday. 
That's just stupid. Why would you play a game like that on a weekday when you know that you could get so many more people who are just going to go out there for the weekend if you just play the game on a Saturday? Stupid. Yeah, let's try. Let's put, we'll plan it for next weekend or not next, next weekend, year. but next year. Yeah, definitely. Well, we got a couple of things that we were talking about. Hopefully, in store for next year. So, you know, it'd be nice if people helped us out. How could they help us out, Ed? Oh, you guys can help us out by going to patreoncom squadcast. Uh, you can sign up there for the the lowest price, five dollars a month, helping us out, run the show, keep the lights on keep here, man. Keep the lights on. Um, you know, we've we've gotten mics from this. You know, uh, if you sign up for the five dollar level. Um, there's perks. Also, if you sign up for the $10 level, uh, you get a t-shirt, you get to have exclusive, uh, audios that we, that we do audio podcasts additionally to the show that we post up on that, on the, the Patreon page. Uh, we also do like giveaways. We're also doing games and stuff. So join us, help us out. Help us help out. Help the show. You'll be part of the show. You'll be kind of like our bosses. Tell Ben what to do. You can, you can, <laughs> you can yell at Ben on two different platforms. And be like, hey, yes. do your job. If you become a Patreon member, then that's the people I listen to when they tell me to do my job. Are those are the ones you listen to? Yeah. Everyone else that tweets at me, like, in the hashtag Fireban, all that, I don't listen to them. Unless they're Patreon. <laughs> then I have to listen to them. Then you have to listen to them. Right yeah. on. Um, so before we get into the Portland game, there is, like, a bunch of stuff that I want to get into before, like a little Galaxy News stuff. Um, first, let's listen to one of Andrew's, because Andrew's periodically uh, giving us updates as they go, him and Mario go to... Uh, Atlanta this weekend, so let's get that first voicemail from our good friend Capo Supremo, Andrew Alessana. It is 6 in the morning on Wednesday. Andrew, I just picked up Mario. We're uh, headed out on our trip. Headed towards Amarillo, Texas to stop there for the night. And then on Thursday night, we'll be in Atlanta. Say hi to the people, Mario. Hey, what's up, squad? Hi, people. And uh, this is message one of I don't know, a lot. So get ready for the adventure. I'm hoping there's going to be, like, some shit that Andrew gets into. Like, they have to, like, fight off a armadillo or something. So he calls back exactly, let's see. Wow, it looks like it was maybe eight hours later, and they are in Arizona. Ready? Hello, Riot Squadcast. This is your uh, traveling reporter, Andrew Alisana, and Mario. Mario, say hi to the people. Hi, people. Um, we are almost through Arizona, getting close to New Mexico. It's about 2 p.m. on Wednesday. Uh, we stopped at mile marker 138, took a picture, uh, pulled the banner out. Um, uh, yeah, it was uh, fun times. We are making good time. We're uh, going to stop in Amarillo, Texas. Amarillo by morning. Well, it'll be night, but that's not how the song goes. Uh, yeah, I'll keep you guys updated when we get there. Andrew busting out the the George Strait right there. Amarillo by morning. It's a fantastic song. It is amazing. It is I'd, amazing. I'd play it, but I use the same thing to play the voicemail. So. No, you can't do it. That's yeah. fine. It's fine. Hey, man, this is going to be a two-man show today. We're going to make it as smooth as possible. It'll probably be like an hour and 15 minute show because Chris isn't yeah, here. Chris is, exactly. So there's no ranting going to go on. <laughs> Although last time we said that we, we still went two hours when it was just you and I. But just, I just want to talk to you, man. I just want to. Hey, man. You know, we don't get this. So you don't get a chance to talk this much. I know. Ever on it's, show. I always. So whenever uh, Ben's going through, like, um, you know, doing like the. He's like. You should see right fix, right now he's got, he's got his hand up. He's fixing, the, fixing radio. the audio, uh, you know, make sure everything's level. And I'm just looking at my like spikes and Chris's, and it's just like, 
20 bars of Chris talking <laughs> and then me every now and then with like chiming in with like a yep oh yeah that's true but now it's just gonna be me just spiking all all in your faces spiking too, is that too faces. aggressive yeah that was a little aggressive, too aggressive? Yeah, let's go with his last voice alright here's the third one hello Riot Squadcast update number three me and my friend Mario here are uh, we're just leaving Albuquerque it's about 8 o'clock um uh, yeah, we were making good time. Um, we're about an hour out from Albuquerque, and then we got stopped by state troopers. I was going four over the speed limit. Okay, all right. Uh, asked me to get out of my car. I go and talk to him, tell him what we're doing and everything. Cool. He's giving me a written warning. It's not pointing at my record. It's not anything. It's just a written warning, right? All good. And then he asked before he leaves, to like stay by the car and then he's gonna go talk to my friend and so he went and talked to Mario and um that's when it kind of got weird and then they asked to search the car we don't have anything all right okay all good they bring tools out they start like taking paneling off and going through the car rummaging through our shit and and then two more cops came and at that point me and Mario were maybe sweating a little bit uh because it felt you know it felt like a like a trap of some sort. Uh, what but, is going on? Uh, at, at some point, while they were searching our car, uh, a rattlesnake showed up in the middle of nowhere, and in between me, where me and Mario were standing, and we couldn't move, so we had to call the police officer and be like, "Yo, there's a rattlesnake. Uh, we're both wearing sandals. Like, <laughs> this is not fun." Um, and so we got moved, and then for they they held us for over an hour, uh, searched our car, took paneling off. Uh, it got a little crazy. So, yeah, not not too fond of New Mexico State Troopers. Uh, they let us go. You know, no problem. We got to Albuquerque, uh, stopped somewhere, ate, got some gas. Uh, Mario had a beer. Um, I wish I had a beer. I wish I had a cigarette. Uh, but, yeah, we'll uh, on the road again. We'll uh, update you when we get to Amarillo. All right. Thanks, All right, Andrew. Dude, we, we got to call him. We'll call him in a little bit. Let's let's actually talk some Galaxy because we're getting some people. Dude, like, are you sure? Because I'd rather talk. I'd rather talk Andrew than no. Galaxy. He that is way more interesting than what happened on it's, Saturday. It's a lot more fun than what happened yes. uh, this past weekend. That's for sure. Uh, but before we get into uh, Galaxy Portland, let's uh, talk some real quick Galaxy stuff. Um, it's been coming out about our boy Julian Araujo, um, who is a U.S. youth player, but there's been some reports coming out that. Uh, he might actually uh, be okay with switching over to Mexico. Now then, it was like a little room. I think someone asked him a question. Hey, would you ever think about playing for Mexico? And he was probably just like, yeah, that, you know. I, you yeah, know. it was a podcast. Uh, it was the, I'm drawing a blank now. Oh, good. I forget what it was. I was listening to it. I, I heard it through Jason Davis. Jason Davis brought it up on United States of Soccer on Sirius XM 157. And he said that um, basically Julian Araujo gave an interview with this podcast and said that he would be open to whoever's willing to give him the most opportunity. Which is, I mean, that's legitimate. As a player, that's kind of what you're asked for, isn't it? I mean, him playing for any national team, whether it's U.S. or Mexico, is good for the Galaxy. You want him to play for a national team because that only exposes your team, but it also exposes him to other clubs Say you want to sell him on, which is I, which you would think, 
is the idea. Is, 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 it's, it's, a, it's an it's end goal, goal with a 17 yeah. year old kid. Because you're not, you're not keeping him for, tw- for 20 years. No, I mean, wasn't there a rumor that United was scouting him? A uh, years I mean, ago? There was United scouts out there a couple of weeks ago. Um, so him playing for national, and if, you know, Greg Perhalter and those guys aren't, aren't calling him. Yeah. And if Mexico, which it came out on ESPN, uh, that the MF, the FMF, was it the sporting director, uh, came and visited, um, Araujo at, at training the other day. Yeah. And so you have numbers. So you have Mexican national team officials coming out and actually talking to this guy. And you know, who knows if. If the if US uh, came out and has, has talked to him as well, those yeah. reports haven't been coming well, out. The, that was a big thing that that they were talking about on on the radio when I was listening to it. Was basically is the US dropping the ball on this? And um, I actually tweeted and he mentioned my tweet on the air that you know what after the U twenty World Cup, the first thing Burhalter should have done was touch base with every single player on that U twenty roster and say, hey, thanks for a good World Cup. You know, looking forward to following your career as you as you move along. That's it. He should have done that with every single player. That's just common courtesy. You know, hey, you're playing. I'm the senior team coach. You're playing on a junior national team. We have our eye on you. And that's it. I mean, what's that take? It would have taken him to go through the entire roster maybe an hour, hour and a half tops. And that's if you, you know, takes you a little bit to get a hold of people. It's not too much to ask. No, I mean, especially with, with so many dual nationals coming up from the, from the youth teams. Yeah. Apparently, he had, they haven't talked to Sergino Dest either. So that's a whole different. Uh, so same old national team, same old yeah. U.S. Nets. Yeah, it's ridiculous. All right. Um. So yeah, so you have Araujo, Araujo potentially switching over and playing for Mexico. Um. So so here in Los Angeles, is it better if he plays for the U.S. team or is it better if he plays for the Mexican team? I mean, what is puts more eye, what puts more eyeballs on the galaxy, if he's in an, in an L tree uniform or in a USMNT uniform? Honestly. Um. And if you say anything but L tree uniform, <laughs> yeah. you're absolutely well, I mean, wrong. Is it is it exposing the team more that Antuna and Jonathan uh, you know, playing I, for the I'll team? I'll bet you it is. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because you're going to have guys um, who a- are supporters of the Mexican national team around the country who are like, "Hey, let me check out the Galaxy game because Antuna, who had a decent Gold Cup, and then uh, Jonathan, who had a pretty good Gold Cup as well." Yeah, it's a cultural thing. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's the number one sport in Mexico. Like, why yeah, wouldn't I mean, they be paying attention? Liga MX is the number one league in this country. Yeah, you know, so just having them on the on the Mexican national team, you know, there's a reason why Hispanderine is a word. And then you have like so uh, Isaac in the chat also brought up that Efra also plays for Mexico. Yeah. So, you- but I I was reading something that Efra was he got kicked out of a U.S. camp. By somebody and said he'd never play for the U.S. camps again. As a, it was a like a U15 camp or something like that. But then you know, it was another thing of like them never calling him or even talking to him about. Yeah, never trying to repair that relationship. No. So, and that's that's ridiculous. If if the if the U.S. the people who run U.S. soccer think that oh you know we we don't have to cater to anybody if you don't want to play for us don't play for us you know you're an idiot you're a fool I, every professional athlete like and each, everybody in general you. Likes it when somebody comes and approaches them to ask them for so they're to ask for their services, you know. Right. Even even you or me as a driver, someone comes up to to you and and they want you. Another company says, "Hey Ed, you know we want you. We like the way you drive. Come work for us." You know, it's maybe you don't want to take that job, but at least it feels good that hey, you know what, you know you're wanted out there. Exactly. I mean, that's the thing is, you know, it's it takes one phone call. Yeah. It how takes hard one is phone it? call to call yeah. these guys and be like, hey, you know what, we're watching you. You know. 
you know, we're watching a game, you know, we're, we're actually going to start bringing some of these guys up. So, you know, maybe you're in their plans, keep playing, keep playing. Like a five minute, 10 minute phone call. And that still keeps my mind. Okay, cool. They, they're, they're paying attention. They're, they actually care about, you know, what I'm doing and what I'm developing and how I'm developing. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, what, what else does Berhalter have to do? I mean, seriously, the guy coaches a team for what, 15 games a year? I mean, that's not, no, not even that. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, that's on a busy year. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's like the guy's got enough time to make all these calls. You know, it's like, hey, time block. Okay, here's your U20 time block. Here's your U15 time block. You know, I mean, shit, you got all this time on your hands. What is he doing the whole time? Like just watching he's, videotapes? Yeah, he's sitting there in, in Chicago, probably, you know, doing nothing. He's definitely watching Prices Right every day, though, right? Oh, yeah. Dude, he doesn't get in the office till like 10 30, 11. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a cake job, dude. And it's not even an office, it's a house. He gets into the house like 10, 30, 11, you know, walks in, sits down. Someone probably, his brother's there, so they probably just bullshit for another hour and a half. He probably works like three hours a day. If that. Just like actual work. Yeah. He he may work less than I work, which is not a lot. Yeah. Ben, Ben, like, it's amazing how much Ben doesn't work. Dude, I don't, I have not gone to work to work in like 15 years. I think we were over this before. Yeah. I just, I don't, I do other stuff at work. You know, I do school work. I used to golf. I do all kinds of other stuff. Ben's, Ben's got it easy, man. He's going to retire in like seven years. Six years. Six years. And then just like, then just he won't, chill. he definitely won't have to work. I know. That'll be chill. You, you, know? Won't have to, you won't even have to pretend anymore. Uh, <laughs> I, I will have to pretend because I'll have to leave the house every day because I'm not going to tell my wife that, hey, you know, I'm not working, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. And other Galaxy uh, related news, um, former G2 player Alex Mendez signs with Ajax. Great move. Of the Eredivisie. I mean, he's not going to get shit for playing time, being a midfielder going to Ajax, you know? Well, he's gonna, he's starting out with their, their youth team, the young Ajax. Which is perfect. Yeah. Which is perfect for a guy like him. And honestly, I mean, I don't know what happened in Germany, whether or not it just didn't work out. He was on the U23 team, I think, or the U19 team. Yes, because we were, we were discussing him. Like, dude, I don't even remember hearing about him from playing for Freiburg. I don't think he ever made an appearance. Because him, him and Yanez, uh, who were who were on freeze, they just left the team. Didn't get we didn't, the Galaxy didn't get a dime from these kids, who are our potential U.S. national team players. Yes, and now these guys are off to playing in, to in top teams. Who's, what's his agent's name? Do you remember? I can't think. I can't remember the guy who's like the brother of the youth coach or something. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing was ridiculous. And then that's why that youth coach got fired. <laughs> he deserved to get fired. Yeah, Cleveland. That, was it Cle- Gary Cleveland? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. That's brother. right. Yeah. But yeah, the, the whole thing was a mess. It was yeah. a nightmare. And, but you know what? Good, good, good for Mendez. I mean, I think Ajax is. If you're going to go someplace to learn, I mean, that's the place to go. He's still 18. Doesn't turn 19 till September. Uh, is this good or, or bad for the for the you, Galaxy? You know, I, honestly, I, is it, it gets our name out there? If he washed out in Germany and lands on Ajax, he's landing on his feet. And you know what? If he washes out in Ajax and needs a place to come back to MLS, the Galaxy made him a qualifying offer. He is going to be Galaxy property if he comes back. Rights. Yeah. Don't call him property. Whatever. That just sounds wrong. <laughs> the property. The galaxy have his rights. So um yeah, I think yeah, I think it's good. Like yeah. I said, if he if he ends up washing out in Europe and decides to come back to MLS, I think the Galaxy can have themselves a quality midfielder. And what a team to to go from Freiburg to Ajax. Like you've definitely stepped up, right? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Which leads me believe I don't know what his deal with Freiburg was. It must have been a youth team deal. He must not have even had a first team contract type of thing. Yeah, I don't think so. No, so, but this one is actually like a, a full, like a first team contract. Well, it's a contract. I don't know if it's a first team deal, but it's definitely 
you know, a system deal. I mean, with Ajax, who knows? I mean, that's that's honestly good enough for Ajax. But I feel because the way that they I mean, they bring players up from within, so it much. wasn't it wasn't like the it was a the youth team Twitter that posted that they signed him. It was the actual official, yeah, Ajax Twitter account that said, "Oh, you we signed Alex Mendez," which is interesting because I although I think in um there is some pretty strict foreign rules to play in the Eredivisie, so I doubt he signed an actual first team deal. Because I think they have to make a certain amount, like it's four hundred thousand or more, if okay. you're going to sign it. If you're going to sign a foreign player, so um, it probably is some sort of youth deal. But he's a big enough prospect that the first team would announce, "Hey, we got him in the system." That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, and it's only good for his development. I mean, it's it's IX. Yeah, they're obviously they do well with with youth teams and yeah. with developing players. So yeah. it's obviously going to be good for them. Yeah, it's going to be good for the kid. It'll be good for him. Good, good for him, and um. And who knows with MLS the way they're pursuing solidarity payments these days? If he does get sold, maybe maybe something happens. Maybe the Galaxy get a little something back. Yeah, something and if back he from... washes out, who knows? You know, maybe he ends up back here. Yeah. Or or you know maybe ten years go by, he has a great European career. He decides to come back, and we get a little Areola type money. That you is know, true. That doesn't hurt either. Well, I don't know by then. Who knows if the CBA is like we own rights anymore? That's true. But I I find it hard to believe that owners, especially in this day and age, with the lack of solidarity payments for so long are going to give up on those rights. Yeah, I don't know, because there's always there's now talks of uh, the MLS Players Union going on strike. Oh, yeah, but you know what? As a union guy... It's a, it's a, for sure a tactic. Those, those guys do not have enough balls to walk out. I'm telling you. And if they do walk out, good on them. I mean, but, dude, you've been around 25 years and you're going to fucking walk out? I mean, the, the, that's some serious balls right there. So, I mean, and I think... Can this league to, survive a lockout? No. I, I will will survive, yes. Will it take if they if depending on how much time that we lose, sorry we totally a total different tangent from Mendes. But if we move past Mendes. Yeah, if um if there is a work stoppage, I think for each month you see a work stoppage, it's gonna take at least a year minimum to make up for the lost fans from each month. Now so if we're out for five months, it's gonna take five months. Does that years benefit other leagues like USL or No. No, actually I think it hurts USL. I think it hurts USL. I think it hurts. Do you hurts see it like an NASL? Like all of a sudden, I'm like, "Hey, we're back, guys. <laughs> we've been on we've been on hiatus for three years, but we're back now." No, see, that's the thing is, I don't think that people who are MLS fans and who are soccer friends, and this is like the biggest thing, problem with the MLS TV contract, is that fans are so localized. Like Galaxy fans don't watch a Seattle, New York nationally televised game. Just ninety percent of us don't. Well, you some know? do. Yeah, some do, but not very much. Was not like in baseball where. People who are just casual baseball fans will watch, like, a, you know, if you're not necessarily a fan of Dodgers, you'll, you'll watch, like, a Cardinals-Mets game or, you know, occasionally for just for a little bit here or there. Yeah, and it's not, well, yeah, you're not a baseball I could, guy. I couldn't imagine watching, like, sitting there for four hours watching a game that doesn't even involve your team. Yeah, okay, football's like not, soccer? Football's a bigger example. Like, football, people watch that shit all I mean, you know, I mean, we didn't have NFL here for... 20 years you you grew up without an nfl team in the city you know yet people still would watch a pittsburgh dallas game it would probably be the highest rated game of the week so i mean that that's the thing is that that's the biggest problem with mls and the tv deal is the fact that that fans are so localized that you're not going to get a big audience for anything and i also think that you have those leagues who've been going on for decades and decades and decades i mean baseball 100 over 100 years yeah and you have just the, the old school people who it's will just, ingra- who It's will ingrained watch. in, in um, Americana, you know, it's football. Yeah, you have people who will just watch the sport, yeah. you know. 
that aren't even necessarily fans of a specific team. They're just fans of the sport. So, but I, I think MLS, they haven't, they haven't even come close to getting there yet. No. You know, I mean, people talk about, oh, it's, and I think we've talked about this with Tucker before, that, yo, MLS is closer to being the fourth than it is to being whatever. But fuck, we're not even as popular as NASCAR or golf. You know, it's it, on a national level, Major League Soccer is not even close to there yet. And if the players think that they can walk, strike, and, um, and the league's going to be okay, I think I think they got their heads up their ass. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying take a bad deal. You know, I think it's incumbent. If I was the league, the first thing I would do is I would have um, I would have a national mediator in there as soon as I could get it, just, just to keep the league honest. But, I mean, can you – even though – I mean, how many guys are on $60,000, $75,000 contracts – you th- you think those guys can go on strike for more than two months? Well, that's the thing is the league is the league actually from all reports that came out today is that the higher paid players are trying to make arrangements where there would be housing for the lower paid players if they do walk out. It's like this is like oh we're gonna have a better strike fund oh we're gonna do this and it's all posturing. <laughs> is is Latan gonna give some of his money up? <laughs> no, Latan to, to pay for Carrasco's like <laughs> no, he's two just, bedroom apartment. Dude, Carrasco did. In come San on, Pedro? dude. Are you kidding, dude? Carrasco got that Alex Morgan money, dude. He's he'll be fine. She's going to tell us to go get a job, man. He's going to be working at, at Arby's in, in like three months. <laughs> He's going to be busting tables and shit. He'll be, like, he'll he'll be, be, like, wor- he'll be working at Hennessy's and shit like that down in Redondo. Best case scenario is he, get a, he gets a job at In-N-Out. He makes like $15 an hey, hour. Hey, ben- benefits, man. He's got those bennies. He'll bennies, be all right, he can work know? himself up to be a manager. They yep. make like dude, six figures, dude. There you go. That's that's the way it is, man. He'll, he'll make more at, a, at being an In-N-Out manager <laughs> than he would ever play in soccer. That's pretty sad. That man. is really actually kind but, of sad. Uh, yeah, and that's actually that's part of the reason why they need to posture to, to walk out, you know? I mean, how can you say that you're a major professional's league in this country when you don't have, number one, charter flights? That's the one thing that makes this league the most, you know, second-class league. That and the fact that your minimum salary, I make more than the minimum salary, guys. I make more than, you know, a lot of the people on the team, and it's... I'm a blue collar worker. Imagine man. it was like seven years ago when these dudes were making like oh, 60,000. Yeah, when I first got when I first got like my season tickets, I knew I was making more than like, like everybody everybody who could afford season tickets was making more than most of the players on the team. When when guys were were making less than like part time Walmart employees. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like that's sad. It's yeah. so sad. I wonder, I wonder if the ticket reps were making more than like some of the players. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ex- uh, yes, they were. That's bad. That's so bad. All right. That was back in the days when ticket reps had to play the reserve league games too, though. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they right. had to earn their money. Moving on, let's talk. Unfortunately, talk we have to talk. We have to, man. Or before before we talk Portland, <laughs> just put it off. I know. Um, last week when we were recording, it was the day of the League's Cup game. Galaxy win uh, on penalty kicks. Uh, they drew the first uh, during regular time two two goals from uh, Boateng and Romney. From who? Boateng. But I mean, it was like. A shot that came off of Boateng, so it wasn't even like okay, yeah, that's right. Wait, 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 wait. It was a deflection off of Boateng, and they gave him the goal. <laughs> it's a deflection off his DM. Yeah, he slid into the DM <laughs> and then you know scored the goal. Uh, but it was, it was a fun game. When I mean, we were watching it here yeah. and there, we got to watch like the first half of the game. Um, so the, the, for better or for worse, because when I saw that the when Romney scored that that equalizer, I sighed. I, I've never wanted a team, our team, my team, yeah. to lose a game more. Like I've never wanted our team to lose. Yeah, even when like Giancarlo sunk that last penalty, he kind of thought for a second, and then he's like, "Oh, I got to celebrate something," you know. I mean, he celebrated pretty hard. So he was excited. Well, yeah, but still, it's like I've never seen a team. Well, 
and a fan base so upset that they advanced in a tournament? Because now, so now we move on and play uh, Cruz Azul on Tuesday, August 20th. Which we are the road team. Apparently, because if you go to the Galaxy website under the schedule, um, it has us as the away team in our own stadium. Which, I mean, technically we probably will be. Which I think we, any Liga MX team that comes up here, we're going to be the away team in yeah. our own stadium. Yeah, uh, but big ups to ACB. They came out, man. So big ups to them. Yeah, they did. Uh, <laughs> but here's the thing is uh, we had a game at home against, I guess we have a home against uh, Seattle on the 17th. And then a quote unquote away game to Chivas so can, can on we, the twenty fifth. Can we oops our way into the into the League's Cup final? After after Saturday, I was like, screw it, let's just focus on the League's Cup. <laughs> it seems yeah, like exactly that's the only chance we had to win a trophy this year. You know what? And it'll it'll get lost on his trophy. There you go. Zlatan like he'll be happy. he can't say that we're the only team that he played with that he didn't win a trophy with. Yep. So, you know what? I mean, it's probably not the easiest because we're playing against, you know, Liga MX teams who are obviously going to be better than us. And if we get to the final, we could be, we could face Geo and Club America, which I'm sure is what, I mean, not to get all, con- not well, do I have to get all conspiracy theory with you? I mean, it kind of just kind of goes with the territory. Hey, man, that's the territory. But I mean, that's what, that's what they want. Don't you think that's what MLS and Liga MX wants to see? Is a Geo coming back to play the Galaxy? I don't know if it's. I don't know if they want to. I mean, it'd be good for like. I mean, as far as this tournament goes, there is nothing else to generate. In, I mean, is there another final that you could say that would generate any sort of interest? Well, here's the, here's the funny thing too. It, once the galaxy is out of this tournament, like, it's an afterthought. Yeah, who cares anymore? Yeah, because I mean, it's, it's pretty much an afterthought now. But for us, at least, it's not. Well, it kind of still is. Because it's here's the thing, man. It's like it's supposed to be a tournament that. You know, pits. You know the the. It's not even the best teams in MLS or, or Liga MX because it's it's going to be like the what third to the fifth places yeah. in each conference. Yeah, it's yeah, it's going to be yeah the third to the fifth or, or third to the, the sixth or something because I think it's like sixteen teams or so, I think. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be, be sixteen eight teams, eight teams, two, four teams from each conference. Yeah, so I think it's I think it is like three to six. Yeah, assuming yeah, unless there's a chance that somebody made Champions League like by, I don't know. I think it has something to do with the Canadian teams also, if they don't. Or are they are the Canadian teams eligible for this? They should be. Yeah, they should be. All right, so it's, it could it, be, it's but it has standings. something to do with like who aren't. It's the it's the top peop, the top teams, the top four teams in each conference that are not in Champions League. Yeah, is what it is basically. So it's not even gonna be, it's not even gonna be your best teams in each. Yeah, team. so it could be like like yeah. So if say Vancouver somehow were to make Champions League in the West, it would then bump it down another notch. You know. So it, it's the Europa League, but you can't see. Here's the thing, is man, you can't, you can't deny that if say we win the League's Cup, you're not going to be excited that we won the League Fuck Cup. No, I'll be super excited. I'll, I'll be super be, excited. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine like being a New England where like their only trophy is a <laughs> yeah, was, is a Super League yeah, trophy? That was at the Super League, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, they won that. Then they did they win an Open Cup? No, huh? No, or they, they have, I don't think they ever won Open Cup. I mean, but they got Bruce now, so fuck. And they're on streak too. I know. All right, so. That's it. We we play. So uh, what, what do you think? Do I mean, do we beat Cruz Azul? Are we going to preview that game? I mean, we'll preview it. Uh, it's in between. It's in between two. We just go. It's literally in between the two teams that are above us in the standings right now. It's going to be eight. It's going to be eight o'clock game. You get off work. It's a seven thirty game. A, as of right now, I don't you, know if they'll they'll bump it up. They'll or bump not. it to eight o'clock. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go to that, dude. Dude, come on. We could probably get in for free. Two dollar tickets. <laughs> Two dollar tickets. It's, it's it's probably at the track and field. It's it's going to be hard for me not to see a lineup that 
like we isn't went, what we saw was like a mix of between G two players and some of your like maybe starters but if was, you have to. That was what we joked about. I don't know if it was on air or if it was after the show. I mean, the, the, it was basically the G two have advanced into the semifinal well, I mean, of the cup. I think it was like four or five of the attackers were G two or former G two players. Yeah. So which. I mean, I'm fine. Just play those guys. Let let those kids let those kids earn something. It's, and if in, it's in between final, a Seattle talk about in it. between a Seattle and LAFC, LAFC game. I, it's hard for me to see that they they play any of the starters, especially the way that the first team's playing right now. I don't think you see any starters. And then Araujo is out with the red card. Oh, that's right. Because he got a red card right at the end of the game <laughs> for for a second yellow card. He's actually, probably that'll be all right. You know, the kid needs a rest, man. They've been you've been running that. They've been running that kid like crazy, man. They've been like, hey, you're 17, you got energy, man. Yeah, Go exactly. Out there. Go out there. But, and- I mean, that, that's the hardest thing for young kids, though, is it's not that you can just run them like crazy. It's the fact that they're not used to that. They don't have that endurance for a whole season. You know, you see it in all, in just about every professional sport. A young kid always fades at the end because they don't have the endurance that veterans are, have been exposed to for years. So we'll see yeah. how Rao does down the stretch. We'll see, man. I mean, he's he's he's... Quickly becoming one of the best players that we have on the team, so <laughs> we'll we'll see. Yeah, that's for sure. That's yeah. pretty sad. Um, but yes, again, so we're scheduled to play Cruz Azul Tuesday, August twentieth, at the Dignity Health Sports Park. So go there, have fun, enjoy enjoy the game. Maybe you can get a ticket for like five dollars. Go on like a, a StubHub. You should be able to find a ticket for five bucks. You should be able to find that. Yeah. All right. I mean, you should be able to find. Did, is the team giving away tickets to season ticket members? I don't know. Can we talk Jamie Bacon into like saying to doing a no, redistribute? That, she'll never do something like that ever again. Come on, Jamie, redistribute for the league's cup semifinal. <laughs> she'll never do anything like that again. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about it. I know we don't want to. The Oxy losing. It sucked to Portland for nothing. <sighs> hey, we were in this game for like twenty-five minutes. It wasn't as bad as the scoreline makes it out to be. I agree to disagree. There were definitely chances. Yeah, but they were early. But had we put away some of those chances, oh, this the game g- could have definitely yeah, been. Yeah, you know, but if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. You know, I mean, how long have you been holding that one? <laughs> a while. <laughs> but it's the truth. It's the truth. I mean, we were in this game for 25 minutes, maybe. Uh, I would say up until they scored their first goal. Because once they scored their first goal, no, after, after it was we, 2017 Galaxy where heads went down. Yeah, we have to walk things after we missed that second chance. I think then you knew that the Portland goal was coming I mean, after after the yeah after the Zlatan miss. Oh, the one on one. Come on, you're yeah, Zlatan. You get paid back, yeah. seven million dollars a year. You have to put that one away. Yeah, you absolutely have to put that one away. Have to put that one away. Yeah, there is. Yeah. So, uh, but after that, you first of all you could feel it coming right before that, and then when Zlatan missed, you're like fuck. And I think. Them coming down and scoring right off that same play, that pretty much that that was the game right there. Yeah, I mean you had, uh, you had Zlatan missing his. I mean a clear, clear opportunity. Uh, you have guys like Antuna who, I mean, again it, he probably embodies this Galaxy team because he's so inconsistent, right? Like that's what this whole Galaxy team is, is inconsistent. Like there's, we go from one week of the highest of high, beating Chivas USA at home, to a week later, I mean, just getting embarrassed again. Yeah, and we either win or we get embarrassed. Why? It's it's there's no, no in between. There is, there is no in between. There is yeah. no in between. Yeah, it's a, but that's that's how this team. First of all, I'm gonna preface this, but that is an improvement off last year. 
You know, the is fact it? That, oh yeah. I mean, dude, if I would do, come on, we were like, we were shit last year. We're way better than we were last year. I mean, I'm not saying that's good, but we were dog shit last year. So I mean, whereas the year before we were, I don't even know what's worse than dog shit. We were like, but at least we, at least shit. we knew we were dog shit, right? Like with this team. Well, this team, There's week to week where it's like, oh wow, they look like they beat any team in the, in the country. Think about the expectations we had coming into this year. If I would have told you that, hey, we'd be in third place, you know, three quarters or two thirds of the way through the season. I mean, but that's look that that's we would be quickly, on pace. To, oh, we're not going to hold that shit, dude. That was only because we had the opening two months were, I mean, yeah, where we brilliant. Just played, yeah, and yeah. it's just been downhill ever since then. Yep, as soon as we start playing real competition, like I told you, what three weeks ago, that. With this run of ten games coming up, if we got ten points out of it, I'd be happy. Because fuck. I mean, we're we're quickly looking at dropping out of the playoff spots, like real real quick. Dude, we're tied on points with the fucking Smurfs. Here's I I, I tweeted this out um, Sunday morning. It's only three tweet only three teams in the West have more losses than us: Houston, Colorado, Vancouver. We're tied on points with San Jose. We're six points from dropping out of the playoffs. Uh, four teams in the West have let in less goals than us. Nine teams have scored more goals than us, and only one team has scored less, and that's Vancouver. Yep. So we're not scoring goals. The, in the entire league, I think there's only three teams that have scored less than us. So, I mean, I just looked at, I just focused on the West, because, I mean, that's all that really matters until we get to play, or if we make it out of playoffs. Only one team has scored less goals than us. One team. That's pathetic. A team that has Zlatan Ibrahimovic on your team. And hopefully, so, hopefully some backup coming soon. Okay, so if you had it to do all over again, do you get rid of Kamara? Even though knowing that Kamara, getting rid of Kamara, got us, what it got us Palinda, got us Giancarlo, it got us who else? I forget who else, but wasn't there like a couple? Oh, got us Corona. So do you still get rid of Kamara knowing? Well, you can't. It's not that the, when you sold Kamara, that's when you got all these players in. No, but you it had freed, the up, it freed up the capital to, to to bring in the Giancarlo and the Corona for sure. I'm, I think Palinda may have been done before that, but threw him in for effect. I mean, is Corona really affecting your team that much that you would miss him? That's a good question. The way that Kitchen's playing, who knows? You know, but um, he certainly he's he's had his first what five six games with the team was he was awesome. Yeah, he was phenomenal. I think maybe even now you're taking him for granted a little bit because he is he's a solid midfielder. He's held he's he's held it together. I um, definitely don't think. I mean, he's not he's not the force we need moving forward. That's or going forward. That's for sure. He's not the Joe Corona he was five years ago. That's for sure. But he's a solid midfielder, and he, and especially in that midfield three combo that we had going on, especially when we were playing well. I think he's a decent MLS player. I, I don't think he's. I, I think, think he's, he's a good great. MLS player. I don't think he's great. I think he's a good MLS player. I think, I think he's I think, better than decent. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I think he's good. I I I'll, I'll agree. He's good. I don't think he's a game changer. Oh, no, but I, not I think, everyone can be. I think if you have him. Maybe Jonah and just Kitchen as your lone center defensive midfield pairing, and you let Jonah kind of like do the little roaming. Uh, I think you can cut him out of that lineup and still be okay. I don't know, man, because I don't think Jonah does that well. Jonah needs Jonah. I mean, when he, he did was, well with Mexico in the Gold Cup. Yeah, but that was the fucking Gold Cup. That was playing against worse than MLS competition. And I mean, he had better players <laughs> around him too. That's true. And, and so, but I mean, whenever he's been put in that position with the Galaxy, he, he hasn't necessarily played great. Whenever he's been put in that roaming position with the Galaxy, he hasn't played as well as he did when he was with Mexico. Well, I mean, you, now, also, you also have Fabio Alvarez is, in front of you, so true. I mean, that might that might not help you. Yeah, but whatever reason that is, whether it's the team, whether it's anything else, 
he's played better with the galaxy when he's had I don't want to call it purpose when he's when he's had a direct when he's had a direct mission to go out there and do something whether it's hold down the midfield being a defensive midfielder whether it's being the, the number 8 just going box to box he plays better when he has direction with the galaxy than just letting him roam so and honestly I don't believe he is the type of player that's going to play well I mean he does it with Mexico but if it was a full Mexican national team, he wouldn't be in that spot. So, well, I mean, you have players who don't want to play for your team anymore, so maybe that might be that helps us call well, out too. I, I think, yeah, I think it was just there was a lot of players that decided, hey, you know what, we've, you know, we were in the World Cup the year before. We this whole Gold Cup without the Confederations Cup is a joke. There's no need to go play. So here's so. An, here's another question. I think a lot of people have been asking about this game against Portland. What happened to our defense? I. You don't have Shovik in the lineup anymore. He's on the bench, uh, and you're still giving up four goals. What was his name? Paredes or fucking and Brian? Yeah, yeah. What the hell's his name? Brian Hernandez? Is it Hernandez? No, no, no. Rodriguez? It was like, yeah, it was like, uh... Who's their geez. guy they got from fucking Mexico last year? Why am I drawing a blank? Paredes, you got it, right? No, no, not Paredes, but the other guy. Oh, Fernandez. Yeah, Fernandez, yeah, that's yeah. it. I knew it was some. I knew it was an Ez. Um, that's what happened to the defense. So, but yeah, the... the the, we played a team that wasn't just one-dimensional. That's the issue. When we play teams that, that that can attack from both sides effectively, we get screwed every time. Oh, we got killed on the wings, like absolutely yeah. murdered on the wings. Yeah, I mean, that was the difference with the Chivas game is that, is that the Rossi was completely ineffective. So we didn't need to worry about that. Well, I mean, so you play the same and lineup you played the, the week before. the same thing with the Smurfs, though. The Smurfs came down both sides, and they were effective coming down both sides. You know, um, when we play teams that that can effectively move the ball from side to side, we get fucked every time. No, well, I mean, what does it say about our team? We just can't keep pace with the game. We need it to be a slower paced game. Yeah. Like, no, we we need people like um, Adam Serrano that can see in two directions at once. Or is he going to go every week on him? <laughs> yeah, it's just once once a show. At least once a show. Um, yeah, I get that. What's it say? It says that we actually need real outside backs. Outside, I mean, Polenta's. I mean, he's a decent fill in. For a left back, but he's not a left back. You know, he's a center back. I mean, we brought him in to be a center back to pair with Giancarlo when Giancarlo came in. You know, but Steris is playing so well. We need a spot for everybody to play. You could, he's trying to get his best back four on instead of maybe the best position players. You know, I mean, but it's so. it's it not like it hasn't been working though. I mean, it it seems like it, it's it, it depends who we play. I guess it, I mean, well, yeah, no shit. Yeah. Um, but no, I I feel like I mean, because both Steris Steris had probably Steris. his worst game of the year. Yeah, but also, I, I think it's uh, it's unequivocally his worst game of the year. But also, Giancarlo had his worst game we've seen him in. Yeah. I mean, there was there was times where he had 2018 Steris like performance in that game. Oh, you mean like when he got megged? <laughs> Look, I mean that's just a good goal, dude. I don't care who you are. You know what? I gotta say, after he got megged, he he could have at least just pulled the guy down and give a penalty. That's better than you know allowing this. But he got super megged goal. so he be... got megged so bad that Valeri was already three feet away from him. Yeah, I just would I just would have tackled like football tackled him, just dove. Just you like, yeah. just like, like a bullet, just trying to dive exactly. for the ball. So at least you're not like getting posterized as goal of the week, you know. Oh, I mean so. that's going to be on all MLS highlights. Oh yeah, like when when they do best of goals this year. Yep, that one's going to be on there. Yep. 
So Steris is a, the best season of his career. He's going to be immortalized for that goal. For that one goal. Like, <laughs> it won't even matter anymore. Yeah, like, he just yep. he, he could give up no goals for the rest of the season, be like the best defender, be like, no, well, he got mecked by Valeria that one time. Yep. I mean, he's, he has got to be a, cons- a candidate for comeback player of the year. I mean, just with the year he's having. For, I mean, in the entire league, he's going to be. He will be a finalist if he continues to play the way he is. I don't think so. For I comeback think he's not going to be on yeah, he is. For, for comeback player of the year, I think he absolutely is. I don't think Steris is a name where you even think of, like, outside of Galaxy I, fans. But think of people who are coming. Who's going to be your comeback player of the year in the league? I don't know. There's some. I don't, I don't pay attention to that. There's not going to be. Dude, exactly. There, there is no great story. In fact, they were talking about this on the radio the other day about how um, just a lot of the awards, there's, out, there's either an obvious winner or there's no winner. Like, there's no obvious winner. They were talking about like goalkeeper of the year. Like, who knows who's going to win goalkeeper? Are you really, of the year are going to be able to vote in that this year? Since you're like yes. part of the media. Yes. So you're going to make sure that you're going to go on a Steris campaign. I am. I'm going to campaign for Steris. Like we got all these. I'm calling town and walls. Say, hey, yeah. you know what? You need to look at Steris. I'm going to call everybody. You're going to start buying banner ads on, on websites and MLS yeah. and just like start <laughs> Steris for comeback player of the year. Exactly. We're going to start a campaign. All right. Get well, Daniel Steris comeback player of the year. Danny, when you win that award, man, I want you to thank me. Make stairs so, great hey, again. to the Rise Squadcast. You know, he said he'd come on the show. We just haven't reached well, out. Well, Mr. Producer, yet. produce. Dude, come on, man. I can't come. Produce to, Daniel Stairs. All right. We'll, we'll get stairs on the... Uh, it's got to be a Patreon show. That's going to be your call, man. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll work it out. Uh, but you if know. you guys have any thoughts on this game, the lines are open. Maybe, yes. Sure, why not? I could open the lines if you want. There you go. Um, you can give us a call at 562-641-5277. That's 562-641-5277. Give us a call. So Google Voice has changed a little bit, the system we use. So you will have to say your name, and then it will put you through. So don't think that, hey, when it first answers, that you just hang up because... Oh, I've had that on. where um, on the delivery, like if you do like a... Uh, like in, if you do like the... Like the ring doorbell thing? Or the keypad. Or the, yeah. And you enter someone's like apartment number and like, mm-hmm. Google Voice says, and you can say your name and then you'll get connected to the, yeah. oh God. So that's the way it is. So don't think that, oh man, the line's all fucked up. Just go ahead and say your name and the call will put you through. And especially if you were in Portland this past weekend, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, give us a call, 562-641-5277. We'd like somebody who was somebody, important to call. I mean, somebody, anybody. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be anyone specific. I mean, it would have been nice to have someone who's... You know, typically on the show, yeah, who's affiliated in, with the show? Who's affiliated? I mean, I mean, maybe somebody whose name's on the open. Maybe, It'd be nice. Five six six four one five two seven seven. Give us a call. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just it was just an all around terrible, terrible game. Antuna just again inconsistent. So, do you, do you think it was an emotional letdown? I mean, absolutely. You have literally everyone. I mean, everyone on the on the fan side. The the fo side, everyone was hyped after after the game against Chivas. Everyone thought it was a turning point. You thought it was it was gonna all right. Yeah. This is gonna be the game. We turn our season around. We start becoming a little more consistent, and I guess we were a little consistent because it's like the last six games have been loss win loss win loss win. I'll say still so, yeah, a pattern. S- yeah, sadly the only person that's recognized that was Gilbert. Yeah, <laughs> Gilbert was the one who's like, hey man, we're gonna we have a pattern going here. Just go with yes, it. Idiot savant. That's what that is. Hey man, he's our he's our rain man. <laughs> yes. He's an excellent driver. Yes, he is. <laughs> he counted all the toothpicks when they spilled on the floor. <laughs> Kids, that was a movie from the 80s. Uh, star, star. Yeah, you can go look it up. Your mom probably has it on VHS yes. somewhere. Um, yeah, I mean, in, in just this, Bingham was okay. I think Bingham played, I mean, he made some good saves. There was, uh, I forget who, I think it was on Valeri, where Valeri cuts to the outside of stairs and then kind of it's a screamer. Maybe it was 
it was Giancarlo that he cut to the outside but took a shot. That Bingham was screened on and he still got down. It was he got down to his right real quick. I thought, you know, he made some good saves. On I just his teammates definitely let him down. Oh, you well, yeah. But well, yeah, I I can't think of a teammate who didn't let him down. So on um, who scored? The David Bingham was the second highest rated player on the Galaxy. And this to this all you need to know is that the highest rated player on the Galaxy for the game was Uriel Antuna. He got a Uriel. seven. Which I mean, who scored sometimes is like, come on, seven really? What do you do to deserve a seven? Probably because somebody had to get some sort of credit for something, and he ran a lot. No. He runs a lot. He definitely runs a lot. Sometimes He's, he's like the idiot who just has a smile and just starts He's like Forrest Gump. He just keeps running. He Just run. Run, Uriel, run. <laughs> Keep running. That's exactly it. He just but, got a smile on his face and keeps running. I mean, I can't think of a decent. I can't think of one person on this team who had who had a, a decent game. Yeah, I I can't either. The defense was like terrible. Said, the closest you can come to someone saying they had a decent game was Bingham. Bingham he made a couple of really good saves. The game easily I know, easily but you could can't, have been you seven, can't say eight someone to who's, nothing. We got scored four four times. Like you can't. Again, it's well, it's like that San Jose game where I mean Bingham he had almost a record setting night. I think he did have a record setting night in the Galaxy uniform as far as saves go. But um, I like uh, Madam Serrano in the in the live chat saying that uh, we're gonna win three two with the Zubac hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I feel yes. like you know what I think that that uh, that new kid on D two, I can't remember his name. It's like a weird like such the K. He played against TJ, and he actually pretty was pretty impressive. I feel like he's gonna he's gonna usurp uh, Zubac. Zubac. Yeah. I, I, well, I think if Zubac doesn't start to do something at any at some level, he's gonna be usurped for sure. I think he, he's he's just, sorry Tucker, but I think Zubac is Justin Dillon, too. But I mean, you see, Justin Dillon is with Seattle now, and he's actually playing. You think he just needs to go somewhere? I think. Well, I just don't think he's he's good enough to play with the Galaxy. I just don't. And, and then you know, if, if you listen to the news that came out today, that you know he probably won't be seeing any minutes after after this week. So maybe this is a game to just hey, you know what? You're not going to play with the first team anymore, so. Run out. Well, yeah. he played. He played on the weekend with uh, with G two. So, I well, what like I'm saying is, that, and he's still young enough, and who knows? And historically, strikers that come from the United States develop at a later age. You know, I mean, you look at a guy like uh, a Chad Barrett's a perfect example. You know, he was he got better with age. Same thing. Um, what's so he, he got decent. And just stayed like at a decent well, level. Alan Gordon's another one. I mean, Alan Gordon was a late Alan bloomer. Alan Gordon definitely a late bloomer. You know, I mean, so historically, you know, I mean, even look at a guy like Brian McBride, you know, who matured a little bit later. You know, I mean, what he was. He became a total badass. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, I just think that we're, we're obviously, you're not given the same opportunities you are in Europe. You don't, you're not exposed to the same type of things you are in Europe. So players develop later. So who knows, maybe a couple more years at G2 and he does amount to something, you know, but the, the difference between him and a guy like Araujo or a guy like Alvarez, you just look at the body type. Araujo looks like a man right now playing in MLS and he's 17. Same thing with Alvarez. When Alvarez plays with G2, he looks like a man among boys, just as far as body type and how thick he is and, you know, Maybe he's not there well, as far with some MLS. Even called him, some even called him a little chubby. Oh, man, you know, I mean, we'll just go with thickness, you know? <laughs> I think I think now he's, like, growing into the body, though. Yeah, he's definitely grown into his body. He still looks like so. a little child out there, though. Oh, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, look, at the dude can barely shave. Come on, man. The guy, yeah. 
So, but I mean, when you look at Zubac, Zubac is still just he's wiry. He's you know, I mean, the dude's almost gangly. He's he's pretty thin. You know, he needs he needs to put on you know at least twenty pounds of muscle before if he's going to try and be a number nine in this league. He's definitely still that G two player that hasn't quite proved that he can make it in MLS. Because yeah. if for a while there was players that were in between the G two and G N and the first team. So you had guys like, um, I mean, guys, guys, you like a McBean, who's yeah. too good for USL. I was gonna say, can we send, can we send Zoo back to Coventry City? I know you had McBean, who was too good for USL, but you know, for injuries or for whatever woes, it didn't happen for him in in, in MLS. <laughs> you know, what my daughter calls McBean. She calls him mixed slow white guy. <laughs> I can't even. I like McBean. I can't hit him. I can't hit another dude. It's the truth, though, man. I mean, come on. Slow white guy from Newport Beach. I mean, he's a nice guy. I'm not saying he's bad. I yeah. mean, the dude is going to make a killing in, in the insurance business or whatever he goes into. He's going to yeah. go back to school, man. <laughs> he could actually go to school. Uh, but, I mean, like a guys like that where they were too good for you. I mean, the guy, literally, when he was loaned out to Coventry, like he he still almost won the golden, the golden boot in USL that year. And he didn't play for like 15 games. So he is these guys who who are showing that they're too good for USL, but there's no that stepping stone to the first team. We're so Tucker, we're so off track right now, dude. That's your fault, man. <laughs> All right, back to Portland. Back to Portland. We Let's like Zubac. Zubac, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna bloom late. He's gonna be great, awesome. The, and the reason why we're talking Zubac is because he will be starting in Atlanta. Zlatan gets his <laughs> fifth yellow card of the season. Yes, so he's out for Atlanta. Um. Palent- you know, but he worked for that yellow card, man. He worked for the yellow card. Dude, it was like... I mean, he, he you know he got a yellow card for dissent. Yeah, because it, it, did you see how long it took the referee to give him a yellow card for dissent? I mean, he t- went after re- three or four times before MLS, the ref is MLS like... MLS officials are like, don't give him a yellow card if he yells at you. Please yeah. don't give him a yellow card if he yells at you. Yeah. And uh, but he, he got... He's like... He's like, I think he, I I think he finally anymore. asked for the yellow card and said, dude, just please like, give me a yellow card. I don't want to go play on that shitty-ass turf in Atlanta. He spoke, He like spoke to him like very loud. Like, hey, man, just do it. I'll give you I'll give you a Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> just give me a yellow card. Um, and then you have Polenta, who got a red card after the game. Him and, I think, Espria. Espria, yeah. Uh, for, I don't, did they even say what happened? They just... Uh, um, no, they're not going to release what happened. Just scuff, just scuffle. It, yeah, it was a physical altercation. They're not going to say what happened. They went tit for tat, and they were just like square up. Probably just have would a you would you slap. square up to a guy like like Polenta? Me personally, if he did something, yeah, I'd square. I'm mean, he's a little guy. Polenta? Yeah, he's he short. would eat you for breakfast, dude. Please, P- please, please. Pol- please. Let's do this, Galaxy. I know you're listening. We'll do it for charity. I'll do it. We'll get Polenta and we'll get Ben in a ring. I'll do it. We can even do like the 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 sumo style with like the inflatable like gloves. <laughs> How about MMA style? No he would card. fucking kill you. Okay, if you say so. Oh, he would murder you. All right. But you do have some like weird army training because you've killed like a bunch of dudes. So I don't know, man. They probably taught you how to like murder with like popsicle sticks and I, shit. Yeah, I I I used to fight. I used to like literally when I was in the army. I w- I used to box before that and um, train jujitsu, all that type of stuff. Yeah. So you were the training dummy. Like everyone would just like punch you and. So dude, trust me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I spend my <laughs> I spend plenty of time as the training dummy. That is you know that is for sure. This makes sense, man. You you so. probably suffer from like CTE. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Like you had. What is a traumatic brain brain injury? Yeah, dude, yeah. you definitely like this makes sense now. This makes t- total sense now. Yes, I've had. Yeah, I've been the punching dummy on more than one occasion that's for sure. <laughs> and let's talk about another dummy, a seventeen-year-old dummy. Oh, because see, this is the whole thing. Is it? It. Let's the, hold on. Let me say what's, we we, what's, we were we were talking about this before the show. Let's talk about the about intent. So also we, the no, third player, to, the third player not playing against Atlanta, yeah. is Efrain Alvarez, who got a straight red card for kicking a ball, in kicking a the ball to another player's face. <laughs> Actually, it was the back of his head. So. This has been this has been uh, kind of a debate on 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 Galaxy Twitter and I think on on the large Discord as well. Was it intentional? Did it deserve a red card? So you, what was your when we were talking before the show? I think he definitely deserved a red card for that because he was. I think he was. You think he was a seventeen-year-old that lost? His I school. think he was frustrated at the way the game was going. He was it for fifteen minutes. I think he was frustrated. I know, right? It's so dumb. Um, he was on the game for 15 minutes before he got a red card. I think he's 17 years old. I think he made a dumb mistake. I don't think he meant to kick the, the ball in the I definitely head. think he meant to kick the... Yes, he did. He, I think he meant to kick it hard out that, of bounds, but I don't think he meant to kick it It wasn't even head. going out of bounds. Nah, well, he... Well, I, he knew the whistle was coming because he knew that that was a foul committed. So why kick the ball that pissed. hard? He was pissed. So he was frustrated. Yeah. So he was but frustrated. he didn't mean to kick it in the dude's head. He kicked the ball... With, with force, not towards the attacking end of the field, towards the defending half of the field. Yes. He had enough space to literally take the ball, turn. But he knew it was going to be a dead ball. He didn't. How can you? He how knew, can that you, was a foul. How can that you know was a that foul. He was the guy, the guy went to the ground because it was a foul. The whistle didn't blow. It blew after the was, fact that he kicked the ball in his after face. After the fact. No, 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 no. It didn't blow because he kicked the kicked it in the face. It was a foul, and then he kicked and then he kicked it in the face in his face. The and whistle the, was coming. The whistle was coming. The whistle, the whistle was blown after Efra whether Efra kicked had, the ball whether Efra had kicked face. it in the dude's face or turned and upfield that whistle was going to blow. He had enough space to turn the ball. Yes, drive but, it upfield. But, but the whistle was going to blow because it was a foul. He had enough space. If and we want to talk about how Efra is a special kind you're, of player. You're Hold, let me talk. My point. Can I talk? You got two seconds. Go. Efra is a special player who has so much skill. He has all the space to turn the ball and run. They're already down a couple goals. How is he not going to be like, you know what, let's start the attack? Because it was a foul. He knew the foul was coming. He knew the whistle was going to blow. You played to the whistle. That's the first thing to teach you in AYSO. He didn't know the whistle was coming? He knew the whistle was coming. So he knew he was, whatever, he was, he was probably going to get a yellow card no matter what. He was going to like, I'm going to take it. No, this is the thing, is that he knew the whistle was coming because, no, it, the foul wasn't on him. The foul was committed on Araujo. Araujo knocked the guy to the ground. That's how. That's why Efra got the ball. And he knew the whistle was coming. He was pissed, and he kicked the ball. Just so happened the dude's head got in the way. So it's still no matter what intent. I mean, yeah, he still, a, no, he still no, no, deserves no, no. a card. It's a red card. It is a red card, but I don't think it deserves any additional suspension. I don't think there was any malice to well, it. Well, he's not going to get any intent. additional suspension. He would have gotten it so, already. Eh, maybe. Or during the, the, the disco could because he's gone out this week. The disco could take an extra week to say, "Hey, you're gone one more game." But um, yeah, I don't think there was any. I don't think there was. Any intent to hurt, you know? I think it was just a stupid mistake on that guy. It was an accident, but you know what? Accidents can still be red cards. If you cleat somebody by accident, you still get a red card. That's just that's the way. That's the laws of the game. It's the laws of the game. He, he in, intentionally or not, he kicked the ball and endangered <laughs> another player. Fuck that dude. 
No, well, I agree. But at first, I mean, be, endang- it, endangered is a strong word. But. If, you, if you kick the ball to somebody <laughs> and hits their temple or something, you could fuck some dude up, right? Uh, I, I don't know, man. Don't ben, know. you've been punched in the head enough times to know <laughs> exactly. that any blow to the, the head the, the, can, the, the, can hurt your brain. But like, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm not sure you're really gonna hurt anybody with a soccer ball to the head, but you want to try? No, I don't, I'm not volunteering to try. Well, it sounds like I'm you're volunteering saying, to try. I'm just saying, I, I just and don't And apparently you know Dan Starris, so let's just get Dan Starris to just like wallop you in the head with the ball. Did you ever see, oh, that was, Edson Buttle did it that. It was a sports science uh, yeah. show. That's <laughs> that what was, I was going to say. That was awesome, dude. Did you see like <laughs> when Buttle did kick that dude, the ball, like the dude's face just rippled. It was pretty awesome. So, and this was before like Edson like fixed the t- oh, I think we got a call, by the way. Oh, oh nice. Oh, it's Andrew. Oh, it's Andrew. Here we go. He, oh, here he is. Good. Yo, who this? Andrew. Oh, he hung up on us. What a day. Damn it, Andrew. Call back. You know his 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 uh his number by heart now? Nah, I just saw it three times in a row. Oh, well, that's voice true. That is true. Uh, give us a call back, Andrew. We missed your call. Call us. Call us now. Call me now. But yeah, I mean, so this, anyways. If it was intentional or not, we're he got totally the red card. Too, by the way. <laughs> he got the red card. He was a red card. I think he's calling back again. All right. Yo, Andrew, what up? Andrew. Hey. Yo. Hello. What up, dude? What's going on? Where are I'm you on, at right I'm now? On? Yeah, you're on. Huh? You're on, dude. Where are you at? What's Hello. I would, I would just like to say we're like uh, 20 minutes outside of, uh, not even, 15 minutes outside of Amarillo. We should have been here three hours ago. Uh, well, nine dude, minutes. If you weren't smuggling weed, yeah, you, would you, been, you would have been there already. Why are you guys smuggling drugs over there? They, they searched every inch of this car. They didn't find shit. They didn't search. So, did they search every if, inch if of you, Andrew? They were Andrew. the greatest smugglers of all time. They forgot the cavity search. Yeah, yeah they, they didn't cavity search themselves. So, oh, well, that's when they, they didn't the find kilos, the stuff the then. The that I put in Mario's butt. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> How's the drive been so far, man? Um, I just want to comment real quick. Uh, ben, you're wrong. Uh, Ephra definitely meant to do that. I don't think he meant to hit the dude in the head. But yeah, that he definitely was, meant to hit the dude. No, that was that was my point. Is that he didn't mean to hit the dude in the head? I think he meant to kick the ball hard. Yeah, but, but he was kicking the ball at the dude. Like that's a red card offense. Like. It's a, oh, it's definitely a red card. But I just I don't think there was any sort of malice involved. You know, I think he was just he was pissed at the whole situation. But you're, you're kicking a ball as hard as you can at somebody. But there's no malice. malice yeah, exactly. No, I, I don't think he meant to hit the dude. I think that, I think that the was dude my got my, my original point was he's 17. Oh, that's what it is. That's what it just said. Is he I meant know. to hit the it's, dude? Maybe not the head, but he meant to hit that dude. So I, I said he's a 17 year old kid. He's frustrated. Obviously, they're gonna make dumb mistakes. That's what 17 year olds do. So hopefully, he takes his one game suspension and he just learns from it and doesn't be a dumbass next time. Exactly. He's playing in a high pressure situation. It's a bad game already. Uh, he just didn't think the game was going his way. I mean, look at where he's kicking that ball. That ball is going to like. Bingham. It's going past Bingham. They could have got a corner kickoff out if it didn't hit that dude. That's what I said. I said he's he's kicking it with, I mean, it looks like, a, he, like he, major he, force to get to his defensive end. He knew, the, play, he knew the whistle was going to blow, though. It was a foul. That's how he got the ball. No. There was a no. foul committed on that player. That's how he got no. the ball. No. So either we're saying, either we're saying no. that. Because, go, go, wait, hold on, hold on. Even if, he thinks that, even if he thinks it's a foul, you turn and get that ball and go upfield. Exactly. Regardless of what. Because this is MLS and half the calls aren't made. Okay, 
okay, if, if what happened, if what you said happened, happened, then he deserves an extra two or three games. Because you can't allow okay. conduct like I that. I don't agree to that, but. Why? Why not? Dude, right, you right, can't, Roger, in, in in this league, you you know it's not in a league. You cannot intentionally kick a ball that hard at a player. That, that, that deserves an, at least one extra game. Who knows? He might get it. I mean, Maybe. Disco might come out this weekend. This weekend, be like, hey, you know what? He's gonna get an extra game. Yeah. 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 So we'll Maybe, see. but you know, I don't want that. Stop wishing ill on our team, Ben. I know. You're the one that's saying he deserves it. Well, we found out tonight that Ben has CTE, so it explains everything about him. <laughs> it's not making it out of here, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to die like one of the, the possums uh, in his backyard. Uh, we're going to stop soon, and and uh, tomorrow will be a shorter drive, hopefully. Um, somebody said to me, I'm, I'm not going to say, but somebody said to me, he's like, oh, man, if you think New Mexico cops are bad, just wait till you get to the south. I'm like, oh, fuck. Don't don't put that don't put that uh, curse on me. I know that bad juju, man. Trust that me, bad juju. I don't want that. I don't want that. Me and Mario are gonna be cool. We're gonna cruise control the speed limit. Uh, it may take us longer because, like, if we hadn't gotten stopped, I probably would have gotten here like three hours ago, legitimately. Well, I mean, you but, know what? You, you got know. you got how much more driving to go ahead of you? Uh, for tomorrow. Like until you get to Atlanta, yeah. Yeah, like fourteen hours. Ah, so like another day? Yeah, yeah, we're going to get there Thursday night. Right on. Ah, dude, that's awesome. All right, well, keep us informed, man. He's right, though, dude. Don't fuck with... I'll give you guys guys voicemails, and uh, you play them all on Tuesday. And, uh, yeah, maybe maybe you'll have something interesting, maybe not. We might might even throw them up on the Twitter, so you want to send them, like, like a minute or two. Yeah. Fuck rattlesnakes and fuck New Mexico State Troopers. Uh, hey, 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 and keep your head down in the south, man. Trust me. I, I I was stationed at Fort Benning for three and a half years, man. Trust me. Just keep your head down. You'll be fine. For sure. All right, brother. Have hey, a good trip, man. Did, Drive did, safe. Oh, hold on, hold on. You guys have a good one. Before, before, before you go, did they ask you what part of Mexico Alasana's come from? <laughs> He's gone. Damn it. I said hold on. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Just pretend. Yeah, hey, Andrew, and if, you, if, you pretend call, if you called while we were on the line with Andrew, call back. It was an unknown caller that called in. So if you uh, if you called, give us a call back five six two six four one five two seven seven. I'm sh- I'm assuming you want to talk some uh, some Efra. If it was intentional or not, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, um, it absolutely matters. Whatever. Thank you, Andrew. Andrew Capo Supremo calling in from uh, where was he at now? He they were in. They're already in Texas. They're like, they're in Texas now. Yeah, they should on the way to same. Amarillo. Yeah, they're, you're, you'll be fine in Texas, Andrew, because Texas the cops really don't give a fuck about anything. They'll just shoot you. There you go. So just don't get pulled over in Texas. You'll be fine. Yeah, just just don't get shot. That's that's Ben's one uh, one piece of advice. Kind of important, you know. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, it's a decent rule to live by. Don't get shot. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of every that should be everyone's life goal, right? Is just to not be shot. I mean, there are times you can't avoid it, but I mean, for the most part, it's just good to not get shot. Uh, I I mean, I I guess so. I guess so. I knew we knew this girl in high school who got we were partying at um here we Cabrillo go. Beach. And some people came, and it was someone just fired a gun, and she got shot in the ass, and like missed school for three days, and like, oh yeah, she couldn't get the lead out, and like it was, it was like, became kind of like her nickname, it was lead ass. Lead ass. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you guys are cruel, man. All right, moving on. Let's talk. Uh, let's go into Big Tony's email. Thank you, Big Tony, for sending this in. We really go appreciate. Go ahead and get you. into Big Tony's email. Go ahead. What was that? Yeah, I want to hear Big Tony's. What do you have to say? Oh, because you got a point. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, 
by following the bookies, both Chris and Ben were able to grab a point with a loss prediction. But Ed, being hopeful, <laughs> earned him nothing. Uh, insert Willy Wonka clip right here. So Chris retains his three-point lead over Ben now with 15 points. Uh, Ed drops further off the lead. Uh, now seven back from Chris. When he makes his comeback, it's going to be thrilling. That's eh, not going to happen at this point. It was a disappointing week giving the loss and only 25 people actually putting in uh, valid responses. There were two entries without goal scorers, a name or email, so no way to match them up with the current participation list. Of those 25 entries, only one predicted a Galaxy loss. That's Nicholas W., whom predicted a 3-2 loss against uh, for the Gs. So he's the only one to grab a point, moving into a, moving him into a tie for sixth with 11 points on the year, only five points behind the leaders. Interestingly, Nicholas was the only one to correctly predict a loss on, on match day 20 when we hosted the Smurfs, and then one of two who predicted a loss on match day 18 when we visited the Smurfs. So good on him. He's just predicting loss every time now. You're, you're, I mean, the, the, the guy is actually he's he's saying the legitimate responses instead of like just being positive and going with his heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I go with my heart and I'm still wrong, so it doesn't really matter. Um, no changes at the top. Still a three-way tie between Ethan, Luis, and Richard. You can go to riotsquadcast.com for full standings. Where's that? Riotsquadcast.com, um, where you find slice of bacon. You can find our T-shirt. You can find the all prediction game. Cool you can stuff. find all kinds of cool stuff there. Um, and also follow Big Tony on Twitter at Big Tony underscore 42. What's that? Big Tony underscore 42 on Twitter for all your reminders. He will give you multiple reminders to put in your scores. Gilbert, who forgot again to put it in. Did Andrew forget to put it in? He probably doesn't play anymore. Who cares? All right. Let's look forward to Atlanta. We're going to put this behind oh boy. us. <laughs> This is this is behind us. We now. should just like tape the show and play it again next week because it's, it's gonna be like yeah. Um, looking forward Saturday afternoon, the G's travel to the East Coast to face Atlanta United, who currently sits second in the East with 36 points. Atlanta currently have currently has 11 wins, nine losses, and three wins. Wait, what? Oh, Big Tony messed up. 11 wins, nine losses, and three ties. I'm assuming is what you're supposed to put. Uh, which is similar to the G's record of 12 wins, 9 losses, and 1 draw. Uh, where the differ is the goal differential. God damn it. Uh, the G's currently have a negative 1 goal difference, having scored 30 but allowed 31 in. Atlanta, on the other hand, has scored 38 while giving up 29, which is good for a plus 9 goal difference. That is the third best goal difference in the league, only behind Chivas and New York City FC. The G's have only faced Atlanta twice in their history, coming away with losses both times, 4-0 and 2-0. However, Atlanta has only been averaging in their last five. Hold on. However, Atlanta has only been average in their last five, earning seven points with a draw, loss, win-win-loss. During that time, they gave up nine goals, which might help the G's, who will be without Zlatan, Efrain Alvarez, and Polenta. Unfortunately, the, across those five games, they scored 14 goals, nearly three a game. Maybe if the G's are lucky, they can continue the win-loss streak as they have won their, as they won then lost eight games in a row. After that awful game in Portland, it's time for a win. But the G's defense and midfield looking terrible in their last game, plus the suspensions. How could we possibly win? That's the ultimate question, right? How can we possibly win? I'm thinking earthquake. Flood. It's Atlanta. Maybe fire. 
or half like or maybe just the team Atlanta comes down with like food poisoning. Yes. And they have to play like their you know, Atlanta those, two. <laughs> even that. I'm so worried. Maybe about we get a draw. <laughs> yeah. I would still be worried about playing Atlanta's uh, second team. Yes. I mean, we're going to be playing our second team, so fuck, they should have to play their second team. Absolutely fair, right? It would be fair. I mean, you know, if you're DeBoer, hey, this is MLS, if, you're DeBoer if you're DeBoer, just give your guys a rest. This is MLS. This Where's the parody? They should play without three of their starters, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just make it fair. No Joseph Martinez, no pity, Mar- yeah, no pity. And no, no play pity, because no apparently it's like, yeah, DeBoer, like yeah. DeBoer hates that dude, so he's not playing him at all. Apparently they hate him, too, if you listen to what was said at the All-Star game. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Oh yeah, it's like the there's like almost a players revolt against uh, DeBoer right now. Yeah, I think he hates like the Latin players is what I'm hearing. Yeah, fuck those motherfuckers. Because all those dudes who are like, like just even like Joseph Martinez is coming yeah. out like, yeah, I don't like that dude. Yeah, anybody that's got flair, he doesn't like. No. Yeah. Well, I moved. They made a mistake in hiring him in Dutch? the first place. Yeah, he's Dutch. Why isn't he? He's supposed to like flair, man. Uh, he likes what do you call it? Sexy football, dude. Yeah, but it's. <laughs> It's not flair like the Latins have. It's much more like consistency flair. White you know, flair. Te- te- <laughs> yes, it's white flair. That's what I'm hearing. Exactly. That's what I'm hearing. The, the, that's what it is, man. That's what it is. I mean, when you, when all your it's, Latin players are kind of revolting it's, against it's you, man. It's called privileged flair. Privileged flair? Yeah. Oh, we got go. a call? Yeah. Oh. We got it? Hello, yeah, caller. Who is this? There you go. Now it's Who is up. this? Hello? Hello? Yeah, yes. you're, you're on. Hey, this is Jamesy. Hey, Jamesy, calling oh, all the hey. way from Budapest. Yeah, calling from Budapest. How's it going, sir? Um, Budapest is fantastic. Uh, I love it here. Um, I suggest everyone in Lars should come visit. Um, By the way, if you said, if, if you recognize this voice, this is the Jamesy who did the uh, Tupac rap with the Galaxy lyrics on the last week's episode, so... You're pretty famous now, man. Very well done. Yeah, I used to be known as the hardest member of Lars, but then I moved. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, visit Budapest, but I also want to visit something about the Portland game and the other games where we suck that bothers me. Yeah, man, Their go lack ahead. of energy. Nope, did we lose? Yeah. You still got me? There you go. Yeah, yeah, You're go back. ahead. There you go. Okay. Yeah, so this all these games where we lose and we're embarrassed, there's like this lack of energy, and it's not even like the way we play our game, our strategy or tactics. It's like we come out and we're just flat or we're just patient or not urgent with anything. It's really annoying to watch a team that has so much talent not hustle. And like when we played LAFC, you know, like the first, first half and most of the second half, we're just on fire. There's something lit under our players' asses that got everyone moving around the field. Um, but you watch Portland, maybe the first 20 minutes, we're running like that, and then everyone just calms down, and then we just give up four goals. That's uh, My Skype says poor connection. I hope you got no, all that. We, we, got, we got that, Jamesy. You think it's just the schedule? Okay. You think it's just the schedule congestion, or you think it's, it's an actual issue with the team and the way it's built? I think it might be an issue with the way Scalotto approaches games. Because we've seen it all season. Um, there's, there's been, I, I don't know how you measure energy and hustle. It's something you just got to watch and see. But it, it just seems to be lacking the whole season. It, it wasn't there last year. But, you know, when we had Bruce as the manager, that, that was never a factor. Our guys would go out and bust their ass. You know, we'd get up a few goals, then we'd rest. 
But, uh, yeah, that's the one thing that bothers me the most this year. It's kind of intangible. There's, there's no stat anywhere that says this guy hustled more than the last match, but uh, I, I think we can all kind of see it, and that's, that bothers me. Yeah, I think there's a thing. There's a thing I, fa- fans are calling out the, the, the heart of this team, right? And you can't measure that. How are you gonna yeah. say? How do you say one one player showed more heart than the other, or one player hustled more than the other? It's just, it's intangible. But it, you you see, you can visibly see it where these players aren't pay, aren't playing with passion. You've you've had guys on this team like Janinos of the past, the Sarvices of the past, where you saw that passion. You saw them visibly on the field give up, give it their all on the field, and you don't see that with a lot of the players that we have on this team right now. Yeah, it's it's weird if it if it's a Scalotto thing. I don't know if he goes every if he tells the guys to go out there and just play calm, play your way. Don't don't change the script. We do we go out there and we just we, we do our thing and we're not urgent. We're not going to run like crazy. I think we need some of that though. When you get embarrassed four zero and after beating the best team in the league, that's what it is. It's a it's a matter of. Uh, heart's another good way to put it. I, I don't doubt the heart, but there's something about the energy in, in the way Scalotto gets his guys out there. Yeah, I mean, you so. have you have it where where if I would believe that he would tell them to you know play calm if we were playing more of a possession style soccer, but we're playing more of a counter attacking soccer. So I guess maybe the patient is on the defensive end of it. But if we're giving up four goals, I mean, you have to put some urgency. And when you go down one goal put some urgency in it. If you go down two, there's still no urgency in, in any of these guys' play. Maybe maybe Antuna, but he's just, it just seems like a guy like him, he's constantly just running around. But you, yeah, you don't, you like don't that see that point. from we it, other down, players. We went down one goal and our energy level kind of dropped. Uh, and You know, maybe I, I wake up to watch these games at four in the morning, but we went, we gave that first goal and then like, I started falling asleep because the team looked like they're falling asleep and then we give up two and Number three, and look like we never look like we have a chance to get back in it. And it's just, uh, I think we we just need some energy. Some guy, uh, we need a motivator. Bruce was a great motivator. It wasn't a great tactician, and maybe it's the other way around with Scalotto. I think he needs to light that fire a little bit. No, I agree. I, I mean, I mean, we, we've you know after before the the LAFC game, and it's, it's something we we talked about where you know losing. Both of the games against San Jose were one of the things was where is the passion for these guys? Where where is the heart? <clears throat> excuse me. Where is the heart from any of these players? And, then, and I think the problem. Yeah. I think the problem is. Yeah, I think you might be right. Where you know Bruce and these guys and these American coaches seem like they might be better motivators than tacticians. And you get guys who played in you know South America and in Europe that might be better tacticians, but not they don't know how to motivate the player, motivate the, the American player or a team. I mean, just from what we're seeing right now, it's just sometimes, and you see against LAFC where that's just a game that, I mean, you can be blind and still see that it's going to, you, you have to get up for that game. Yeah. It's kind of like when I, when I used to do some capoing and I'd be sort of lackluster and then I'd see you show up with the drums and I'd get all excited and then I, then I'd bring it. All excited and nipply. All right, Jamesy. Well, thank you so much, man. We appreciate you calling all in, right. man. Come to Budapest, or I'm moving to Spain in a month, so come there too. Bye, guys. All right, man. Have a good one. Thank you, Jamesy. We appreciate that. That's the infamous Jamesy. Once Capo Jamesy, now living in, in Budapest, soon to be 
I think Mallorca, I think, is where he's going. Yeah, Spain's way better than Turkey. I hear Budapest's really nice, though. It is. It's a nice city. You know, it's it's got the historical atmosphere, her historical, what do you call it? Like architecture and everything? Yeah. It's it's, it's cool. There's a lot of cities in Eastern Europe that are Oh, like Bilbao, that. he said. My bad. Not Mallorca. Uh-uh. Still, Spain's way better. <laughs> um, Want to talk lineups? Let's talk lineups. Oh man! How, how the fuck is this team going to line you, up? Yeah, how how line is this up? team going to line up? Um, so you got no Zlatan. You have no Zlatan. You have no Palenza. So, so, so do you think they they do what they did with um, with the what was it Minnesota earlier in the year? How could you do that though? You have key guys who are both missing in your defense and your attacking. Okay, so you you put Shelvik in there. Obviously, you well, okay. You're gonna start with Bingham. You're gonna put Shelvik in. Or Triori, and I mean, I think it's at this point it's a. <clears throat> I think so. Yeah, Bingham is is a is a is a no brainer. I think you bring back Shelvik into in the left exhibition. Uh, stay with Gonzalez and Stairs and Felcher. Yep. Um, I think really the only change you might see is maybe a Zubac for for uh, Ibra. Uh, that would surprise me. I think. Do you, th- you I, think, think Lejet, still with I, I think Lejet the... comes in and starts, and I think that you're going to see. Um, Let's see, you'll probably see the mid, the old midfield three of Corona, Leggett, and Dos Santos. So Araujo goes back to the bench? I think you're going to see Araujo go back to the bench. I think you're going to see a, probably a Boateng come in. Boateng and Antuna and... Um, I mean, Kitchen was on the on the the bench. You don't see him starting? Maybe. Would maybe you want him to start on, on, a, on a plastic pitch like that? Probably there, not. There was a reason why he didn't play against Portland, I think. There was, well, yeah. But Portland, had, they, they have probably the best plastic pitch. I mean, it's pretty freaking it's still new. plastic though man yeah so but i mean there's a lot of times playing on it on a 37 year old repaired knee you know I, I think that um atlanta's turf is way worse so maybe you don't see a guy like kitchen and maybe you don't bring I, I'm maybe not legit sure. he's the one guy you don't want to bring in either oh shit i mean at this point i don't the history of injuries with legit i don't know man yep so what do you think you think we see a carrasco then oh i mean if you're not gonna play the legit or kitchen it's got to be a crowd. I mean, what do you have? I mean, maybe we could have a Juninho sighting. No, I don't think you see. I th- if anything, I think you see Juninho on the bench. Um, I think you see the back line of Shelvick, Gonzalez, Stairs, Felcher. Yeah, I think we're definitely in agreement there. I mean, maybe you do got to keep Araujo in there just because you need a body. More I than think. Anything else. I think maybe you keep Araujo in there. And then maybe just move Antuna up and then put Boateng on the yeah, left. Yeah, I think that that's that seems likely. I think maybe that's the way they go. That's going to be so bad. It's not going to be good. But it's a lot of speed. Maybe maybe you can get back behind that, that Atlanta defense. Yeah, maybe, yeah, you just run them until they drop, you know, just, you just, just need, high press. You just need Antuna and, and these attackers to be on their game. We've seen Alvarez, like, have one good game. So I'm not expecting much from him. Um, I think you're expecting more just getting behind that defense like and hopefully Antuna and Boateng can put a put a goal in, but I don't know. I'm not too confident. No, if we get a draw out of this it'd be If it'd I would be take nice. I'll take a draw in a heartbeat. I would take a draw in a heartbeat. Yep, you wanna hear the odds? Let's hear the odds, man. Remember last week I said that this was that was the biggest underdog we've been? Oh no. We almost doubled that. Oh no. The Galaxy the best odds you can find if you want to bet the Galaxy are seven to one. You can get plus seven hundred odds on the Galaxy. Atlanta is seven to one. Seven to one. In an Oof. MLS game. That's crazy. Andrew, that's crazy. 
You're going to be there, Andrew. If you feel like the Galaxy is going to win, I think we could just bet the house on the Galaxy. Okay, no, not really. Don't bet a house. Ever. Ever. I kind of, when I'm Especially in. Especially not on the Galaxy. When I'm in Vegas in a couple of weeks, I want to put a bet, I want to put a bet on, on MLS. Put a futures bet down. Yeah, I mean. I will just, be, I'll be uh, staying at the MGM, so. Yeah, you could probably find decent odds on if, if you think the Galaxy can win MLS Cup. I got to see, go put, I got to see who takes MLS bets. They all do. Big they Tony would. I, I know Big Tony MGM would. will, for sure. I gotta do that. Yeah, so I play a futures for sure. Actually, well, we'll talk before you go. You gotta, you gotta probably... explain to me what futures are, so yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so even the the draw, as big an underdog as we were last year, the draw, us getting a draw, is still a great. You can still get better odds on us getting a draw. You can get like a little over four to one odds on us getting a draw. And if you go to um, just straight up, the, let's see, the money line is we are the. The average money line is we're a plus 621. Atlanta is a minus 254 for people who follow the money line. The draw is a plus 416. The over-under on this game, the best under you can get is a 3.5. The best over is a 2.5. Um, so the the predicted score is 3.2 for Atlanta. Galaxy, 0.2. So they're basically calling a 3 nothing win for Atlanta. That sounds about right. So if you go on to um, on the odds checker, it's it's across the board. If you look at, I like to go and look at the uh, the overseas bookies, especially because um, their lines don't tend to move as quickly as the as the lines here in Vegas, especially for leagues in the United States. So over there, you get six and a half to one for the Galaxy. So that mean I mean if if across the board, we're at six and a half to one or more. I mean. It's pretty telling. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty telling. telling. Yeah. So if you if you just look straight up at the five thirty eight, they give us a nineteen percent chance to win. That's too much. That's even too much for a percent. I would just give it like under ten percent. You think under ten percent? Well, the draw is twenty percent. So Atlanta's only got a sixty one percent chance to win. So yeah. Of every team of every game, they are at least ten points higher than everybody else. Atlanta just got, so. you know, whooped on by. By Chivas, I feel like they're gonna come back and just come back with some fire, dude. I think they're gonna just take it to us, man. Oh, I think it's gonna be ugly. So let's go, let's go at it. So I'm, I guess I go first. Chris is, yeah. Chris, uh, Chris I, has got a nil nil. He's got a nil nil because he didn't even uh, get in the score. He could have uh, called us from Portland. He could have called and, and gave us his gave us his prediction, but you know that would have been he, yeah. He, I mean, he didn't do that. He so even left a voicemail. I mean, yeah, he could have done. I mean, a number of options. Yes. But none of them. No. None of them. So, I will go... I'm going to go one better than what the bookies are giving us. And I'm going to go another 4 nothing loss. See, I like that. Because if we don't score, you get the goal scorers right. Yeah. So, I'm actually going to go straight. I'm going to go chalk with the bookies. I'm going to say we lose 3 nothing. All right. <laughs> so, neither one of us got a goal scorer this week. Um, our our good friend uh, Rodrigo Rodriguez in the live chat saying that the G's have never beaten Atlanta. That changes this Saturday. And he called me an optimist. <laughs> called me an optimistic. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? We just both agreed that we're going to lose. So we're not... Hey, we both agreed that, that we were going to lose against Chivas. What yep. happened then? Exactly. What happened then? If that happens, man, we're, we're, actually, we're just going to start agreeing that we're going to lose every game. That's fine. But then actually, I probably just jinxed it by saying that. So now we're actually gonna lose. 
And we're just going to break the, stri- break yeah, the streak? it is. We're going to, yeah. It's like Alan Gordon coming back wearing the number nine type of thing. Just going to break, break the streak. It breaks the curse. It breaks the curse, man. Uh, I mean, it's hard to be optimistic right now, right? It's very hard to be optimistic right now. I mean... And here is just behind the curtain, the more we're optimistic and the more the team is better, the less we do in listenership, so... Yeah, I know. I know so. it's better for us when the team is shit. Exactly. People listen to us more when they're angry than when they're happy. Yeah. Hey, you, you want positivity? Go to Guessman. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> when the team's winning, Guessman's numbers go up. Yeah. Okay. We're not the positive show. <laughs> Have you heard our show before? <laughs> we had a guy in here in the chat called Renee. He was like calling us negative, but was just being negative to everyone in the chat room. So I don't know how that works. Yes, that's Screw just... you, Renee. Hey, that's the way it is, man. We're just negative. That's just look, man. Right. You you put your expectations low, so either you know you're right, or you get surprised, right? You get you get you feel better when the team does better. What can I say? Yeah, but it's not even low. This is, I mean, those may be high expectations with those scores we gave. <laughs> I can see, I could very easily see it getting out of hand. It's so. gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. Yeah. It's gonna. Be, it's gonna be bad. All right, moving right along. Moving on. Lightning round? Lightning round. Lightning. All right, Ben. Let's get some... Oh, wait, sorry. Pew, 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 pew. Lightning round questions. Lightning round. All right, we have... We, you put it out on Twitter yesterday that we weren't going to be live, and so we got some lightning round questions. So let's see. Um, well, I said we were going to be live the next day. Well, yeah. Well, you did you say the next day? I yeah. Just know that you said we weren't going to be live that day. Ah. All right. Um. So we're going down a dark alley. You can only bring one Galaxy player with you for backup, and it can't be Zlatan because of his ninja skills. So who are you bringing? Current. Current. Yeah. Current. Because past we all know who it is. <laughs> Dima, dude. Exactly. All day. exactly. You want? <laughs> um. Current. I'm probably going Polenta. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That dude just seems hard, man. Like I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't mess with that dude. I don't know, or maybe maybe Bingham because he looks like he's like alt right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it so depends where you're at. You know, if you if you're in Orange County, you definitely got a guy like Bingham. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> depends. Yeah, it depends on what dark alley and like what city. If it's like Manhattan Beach or like Laguna Beach dark oh, alley. Yeah. yeah, you're like I'm bringing Bingham. Yeah, because if I see someone walking down <laughs> with the tiki torch, I'm be like, no, this is my buddy, dude. We're good. Do you see his haircut? No, we're good. Don't worry, it's, it's all good. If I'm going down like. I don't know, like somewhere in Linwood, I'm bringing Polenta with me. What if you're at like Venice Beach? Oh, man. Venice Beach. You bring a guy like Kitchen? You know, he's got the shaved head. He's got the beard. Yeah, he's got a little white supremacist looking himself, you know. Yeah. Who am I bringing to Venice Beach? Um, I don't know. That's a tough one. Maybe uh, Steris, because he kind of looks like he blends in there. Cause he kind of has like that California vibe, so it's like, oh, I know, what, it's, dude, come it's on. chill, dude. What, what about a guy like, um, like Felcher? Come on, man, he would play. He's got that California vibe. The Felcher seems like a puss, though, man. Yeah, but he seems like you know he's the he's, he's like the don't shape, don't, don't punch me in the puss, face, puss. You know he's he. I don't know. It depends. I, I gotta post like, like five Instagram photos <laughs> tomorrow. My sister wouldn't be happy. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I just couldn't get the sister joke out in time. <laughs> I, I, I feel the. Feel like I've let people down. I didn't get a sister joke out first. I know. All right, next one. No, you don't even want to know who I'd pick. No, I don't care. Man. That's just her. No, who's who would you pick? 
I know. I'd pick stairs. He's big. He's ugly. I mean, come on. He's a good looking dude. What are you talking about ugly? Dude, stairs. Stairs is ugly. He's, oh, we're going to put a poll, man. <laughs> when in doubt, put a poll. All right, next question. Okay. Um, why don't the Galaxy stand up against the P-word chant on goal kicks? Although I think the They do. Yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, I mean, not to back up the organization too much, but I think, from what I understand in the game against Cholos... TJ, was, they did it a couple times. Yeah, and I, I, I guess it came... They had the PA announcer say, hey, stop saying that. You know, I, Well, the only times I hear in the stadium now are against LAFC and against the Mexican teams that come up, so... I don't know what to tell you. So, speaking of Vegas, if the G's make it to the League's Cup Final, which will be played in Vegas, are we going... What day is that? Do you know? No. If it's a weekend, I mean, maybe. I think it's a weekend. I think we should. Although I can't imagine it would be a weekend. I'd be down. The already booked, you know? I'd be down for that. I'd be totally down for that. Hell, I'd be down to take, you know, a couple days off and go out there. All right, Ben's paying. Chris, I know you're you're probably going to listen back to this. Ben's buying our our Vegas trip. All right, but it's just us. It's for business. So you can can write it out. It'll be business, but it's just us. No no wives. That's fine. No wives. Yeah. Um... Any truth to the to the Pavone rumor that it's done? Um. So, as according to Twitter, as of today, uh, also with uh, our our all of our favorite Kevin Baxter, saying that the Pavone uh, is <laughs> what he was reading some questions or yeah. what? Uh, here was a tweet from Kevin Baxter. So here's the latest on Pavone to the LA Galaxy. It will be a loan through November with an option to buy. Um, and so um. Uh, MLS Buzz on Twitter also saying that a reporter from Argentina is saying that Christian Pavone is traveling to LA on Thursday to join up with LA Galaxy. Uh, he's saying the terms of the deal, $2 million for the one-year loan, which I don't know how that wouldn't make him a DP if it's a $2 million loan. Yeah, that can't be right then. So that wouldn't be right. Uh, but, then, wait, but then a purchase option at the end of the loan. You know what, though? Let me tell you this. Maybe it is. Maybe... MLS prorates that. Well, it has to be prorated for the yeah. for the half of the year. So maybe the, since the Galaxy aren't actually going to pay two million, or, or or maybe they do pay the two million, but the whole two million doesn't hit the salary cap. Yeah, because it would only be the it's prorated. Half, right? So maybe maybe then he's a TAM player for half the year. Half the year, right? That's the only thing I can think of. But so the thing is, is his loan from November for November next year or November this year? I would assume November this year, just because well, we're going to buy him. The, the, season, the, the season ends in November this year; doesn't go into December. So, oh, MLS Cup's not in December anymore, huh? Nope, that's it's because it condensed it. Yep, you fucking idiots. Um, yeah, man. What do you think, Pavone? Done deal? I wish we had maybe. Tucker here. Maybe, maybe not. With the way this deal is, I don't ha- think you can call like anything done. done. I know, you know but I mean? it sounds like it's like. It's been inching it sounds, closer. It sounds like it's been done like for, even, for a long time. But even when they said, hey, the deal's off, it didn't ever seem like the deal was going to be off. And, and I, I, I thought that, I honestly thought that, like, over the weekend I thought, okay, they're just going to wait till the All-Star game to announce it. I'm like, the deal's done. He's he's definitely on his way. And then I heard, then you hear everything, you know, Monday, Tuesday, oh, it's completely over, it's dead, it's falling through. And then you hear today, oh, yeah, it's it's back on, it's done. Who knows what the numbers are? I'm not sure we'll ever actually find out the numbers. Um, well, it's MLS. I mean, all you're going to see is the, the numbers they put out and the players you need and stuff like that. So, I'm just saying it better be worth it, man. Yeah, this it With, just uh, at you, this point it just seemed like a headache, man. I can't, outside of when Beckham came, I don't know if there's another player that has been this hyped coming into the Galaxy. 
I mean, with Zlatan, yeah, it was hype, but we also knew he was coming off a knee injury. But it feels like it's hype from you know? us and then, like, and it's anticipation. Yeah, but it's also anticipation. Like, we tried and we tried and we tried, and this is the guy. You know, it's almost like, I mean, we did everything we could. We threw everything at him, and we finally got the guy, so now he's got to perform. If he's he doesn't got to, perform. Right? He's got to, absolutely. Yeah, I think I honestly think that if he doesn't perform, it looks bad. Are we going to put too much pressure on him to perform though i mean but he ha- we have he's to, got right? to he's yeah. got to he has to, yeah there, there there is there is no such thing as too much pressure at this point so um I, you know this deal is technically not done it seems like it is done uh but until you know we see him yeah, holding the up old, the jersey yeah, or holding not, up the scarf not, not to go too much jason davis but yeah that's that's the that's the, the united states soccer transfer axiom is that you do not believe it until the player is holding up a scarf or a jersey exactly um because there's rumors also that Watford, who were interested in Pavone back in May, are were rumored to him again, and Watford has way more money than us to spend on players. Uh, they're rumored to be back with uh, trying to trying to pick him up. Then when the deal was quote unquote off, yeah, the were... Galaxy were after the player from Independiente. Um, from where? Independiente. Okay. I got it right, bitch. Damn. <laughs> Uh, no, I just like the accent you put on it. Yeah, you, you know. Hey. All of a sudden, you were a news anchor. I know. Uh, Guatemala. I know. So, it looked like the Galaxy were already doing plan B. And here we back. They, what, they were trying not to get pregnant the next day? Yeah, exactly. Um, just, just. Because we got fucked so bad. Don't have to worry about the wire hook and everything, you know? Oh. <laughs> off the rails. It wouldn't, yeah. be, it wouldn't be a show if we weren't off the rails at the end. And so one of our one of our good friends, Maddie, who uh, is the husband to a, one of our Patreon users, Amy, um, he put that Pavone is the known quantity. So you're knowing what you're getting from him. You know his upside. With the guy from Independiente, it's an unknown quality quantity or quality whatever. You don't. You have no idea what his upside is. With Pavone, you know for a fact. Yes. That guy's gonna play for you. He's gonna he's gonna bring it for you. So is it worth paying the twenty million for him? Versus what was it like? Versus six, million? six to eight, six to eight yeah. million that was being reported for, for the player. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe we could do from Independiente in, in the off season. So what? What would? So we get? Say we sign. So the, Pavone. that was another question. What's the number of goals? He's got twelve games. What's the number of goals that justifies an eighteen million dollar transfer? I guess what are we using him for though? If he's if he's playing on the wing. But okay, and that's the other question: Is do do we now bring in Pavone? Does that instantly change us to a four three three team? No, because Lotson can't play that. I would say more of like a four four two. Well, who well who's gonna play up top with Lotson? Pavone. I don't know. I think I think if you have that tight di- or the tight midfield, and then play almost like you could sort of call it a four three three with with both wingers up high and wide outside. Um. But it's really the realistically the same formation as a as a four two three one, you know you're just pushing instead of having. So know, say okay, so say we stick with, with the formation we have now. Yeah, where do you put him? You, I mean, you play him on the right. And then who you and you keep him tuning on the left and yeah. So, essentially, how many goals do you think he scores? I mean, basically you're just going to force. It's not going to make twelve. It, oh, so so twelve games, right? Yeah, twelve games. But but listen, the, the, it's not going to. It's not going to change too much the way teams defend us because Antuna's not enough of a threat to draw people away from Pavone. You know, I mean, yeah, you just slide an extra guy over. It's still going to take Jonah or somebody stepping up in the middle 
to call to 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 force an attack through the middle as well to keep other teams honest. Well, that's Alvarez's job, right? That's oh, yeah. Fabio's job, but I don't expect that to. Well, maybe so. he comes in with another Argentinian and he you know plays better. Yeah, we'll see. But if 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 you're talking about success for for Pablo in the last twelve games, which technically eleven because he's not playing against Atlanta. So, so how many has, goals? If he has eleven goal, if he has eleven games, I'm thinking if he puts up eleven games, if he has at least eight to ten goals and assists, like combined. I was gonna say I think he's got to have eleven. I think he's got to have at least one per goal or assist per. That's a lot to put on someone who's not even gonna be with the team for like a week before his first game. Still, I mean, but you're gonna pay eighteen million for him in this league. I I think around nine to ten is probably. Feasible, I think nine is to ten more... is, is well. Yeah, I mean it's definitely feasible, but like I said, for the amount of height that this guy's got, I think that you know I think that we should expect to see a, at least a goal or an assist per game. That's a lot to put on somebody. Even even his caliber. all he's got to do is cross the ball to Zlatan. Yeah, he's good, but he's got to also be put in the positions where he's going to be able to do that successfully. Yeah, and, that, and that's my fear. That, that, that's my biggest fear is that this one guy does not. Help us. Although with Alessandrini getting healthy, I mean, you move Alessandrini over to the left where we've seen him. He's a known quantity on the left. You know, he he can break people down and he can cross the ball. And then move move Antuna to the middle and then and just, you move Antuna and bench, to the bench. And bench Fabio. <laughs> no, you move Antuna to the bench, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. Look, I, I trust Fabio. I trust uh, Antuna in that middle over Fabio. I don't. Even know. Even though he never plays that position, I would. <laughs> oh, Fabio's he's bad. He's just he's bad. At that point, we just go to a four-two-two. Move Antuna up top. Yeah, there you go. You can do that. I'd be down for that. All right. Anything so, else? So, yeah, yeah, we do. Um, oat milk or almond milk? Almond milk. Vanilla. I've almond never milk. had. I've never had oat milk. I mean, but it's vanilla almond milk, but yeah. the fifty calorie one, not not the super high one, but not the super unsweetened one. I think I get unsweetened. Really? Just because I use Gross. it for my cereal, so the cereal sweetens it anyways. So, but what kind of cereal are you eating? Uh, usually like a honey bunches of oats. Really? Yeah. A lot of sugar in that thing, man. Really? Look at me, dude. Do you think you think I'm really concerned about <laughs> no, the sugar I, I, content and the honey bunches? You of look oats? more, much more like a Captain Crunch guy to me. No, or maybe even the Crunch Berries. No, I'm, if I'm going like a super sugary cereal, Frosted I, Flakes. I do love uh, Lucky Charms. <sighs> Magically delicious. Oh yeah, all in my mouth. <laughs> delicious all in my mouth. Uh, how can I get my hands on a Guillermo? Wants to know how he can get his hands on a Lars scarf. He can come to the game and go visit the merch. Um, yeah, I don't okay. know if they have any scarves right now, but I have a bunch of scarves that are gas related. If you want one, I'll give you one. They're in All a right. box somewhere in my in my house. Ramsey said the energy at the El Trafico was electric and the G's performance was phenomenal. Do you think the Galaxy make as much an effort to put the fans in the stands? That doesn't read very well, Ramsey's. Um, I think it's comes down to more of like the fans, right? I mean, at this point, like. Yeah, I think it's up to the fan. I mean, you know what? They obviously showed up to one game this year. And that's the thing. I mean, again, it's it's all about expectation, what you're going to see on the field with the fans, you know? If you're coming um, if you're coming to the game and expecting to see a, a good game, a good team, a good performance, you're going to have more energy. Whereas you remember coming to the games and what, what the hell was it? It was like 06 or 07 when we were really shitty back then too. 
Yeah, 07 to like, 08, yeah. It was, just, it was depressing coming to the stadium, I mean, you know? even, yeah, 06 to 08 was just bad. It was just terrible. Yeah, and then, like, you know, even in 2017, to, towards the end of the season when we were just dog shit, it was, like, it was it was depressing coming to the stadium. I mean, it's... And that energy, I mean, you the supporters groups, they, they bring it. ACB brings it, Lars brings it most of the time. You know, you know you're going to count on the energy there. But as for the rest of the crowd, it's hard to get them involved when the team is terrible. And here's the thing. You're always going to get good crowds for, for LAFC because... You know they're going to be lecture games. They're going to be, you know, hard hitting. They're going to be good games. And and in a season where either team sucks, that game can make or break your season. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I definitely don't think the FO does enough to to bring in people. I definitely don't think they do a good enough job. I think they do a pretty poor job marketing. Like, yeah, you put some billboards up. Like, that's what is that doing? Like they they. They've gotten better with their billboards. They've gotten way better with their like billboards. Like, before, it was literally like a picture of Giovanni Dos Santos, and that was it. Do you know what, though? I, I, like, I, I, I mean, for, for the non-casual soccer person who's like, what does this do? Who is this dude? Like, literally, no website, no, like, visit LADGalaxy.com, no, like, hey, your stadium is, is five miles from here, go visit, like, yeah. nothing. Here's a ticket package you can get, two for $50, whatever. There was literally nothing, just had a picture of a player that, if you're not... If you're not already into soccer, it doesn't say LAGalaxy.com at the bottom. N- I think nothing. It had nothing on there. Damn. It was there was yeah. there was a billboard by Chris's house. Every time I drop him off after like recording or something, it was just Giovanni Dos Santos on a billboard, literally with no words. It didn't say they've gotten underneath. No, they've gotten better <laughs> now that they've actually have like the website in like a small corner. But what that's I think it says since '96 on most billboards too. But like, what 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 events do you go and see? You know, Galaxy Ten at? Do you go see them at like if you're but at a? You, you don't see a whole lot of soccer billboards around here, anyways. I mean, I I don't see I don't see Chivas billboards. No, I do see way too many Chivas stickers on cars, though. Way too many. If you're a Galaxy fan, you put a Galaxy sticker on your car because I'm sick of seeing Chivas stickers on cars. I know. I'm I was sick getting... of having to brake check fools because they got this lame ass sticker on their car. I always get excited when I see a Galaxy sticker in a car, and I'm like, I was gonna like beep it. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, me too. But I'm, I'm gonna like, be fucking no, weirdo. You, you see the, <laughs> you know, Ed, you should do it. You know, what? if you have a Galaxy sticker on your car and you get honked at, that's Ed Rodriguez. That is me. You, you know, you need to wave back to I'm him. I'm in the big white creeper van. <laughs> you can, that's me waving at you. He doesn't have a kid in the back. I swear. A, I swear. <laughs> I swear. Those zip ties. Look, I need those zip ties. They're my tools. They, they, they keep the fruit boxes closed. They keep just. <laughs> The duct tape, I, I repair boxes. It's it's you know they break sometimes. Oh man. Those those blood stains? No, they're 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 tomatoes. They're, don't don't okay, worry about yeah, it. Okay, yeah, yeah. We have one more lightning round question okay. before this gets way out of hand. Um, Jesse Verner wants to know. Jesse Verner. Uh, what number Pavone gets? He gets a ten, right? It's I, open. I don't think he gets a ten. It's open. Who's he, what is he gonna get? I don't know. Some what random he, numbers? He, I think he wears like a... Doesn't he wear... The numbers he wore, I think... Also, again, I think Maddie uh, pointed this out. The numbers he, he wears, people already have the numbers. So he didn't, I thought he wore like a 22 or something like that. Um, I could I mean, be totally wrong. Maybe it is a 10. Maybe he wears a 10. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. I don't know. 10's open. Just give him 10. I right, give him 10. Who cares? It's a lot to live up to, man. Or is 11 open? No, 11. Someone's someone taking 11? Yeah. What's his name has 11? That one dude. Where's Tucker Good. when we need him? Good job. Alvarez. I know. Alvarez has 11. Just send him back to wherever he came from and just give him Alvarez's number. <laughs> send him back. Get him where, wherever you I, came from. Go back to where you came from. Yeah, well, do, is, is there a 20 on their team right now? 
I don't know. I don't know the numbers of these players, Come man. Come on, man. I don't. I don't take my time, my little time I have, <laughs> yeah, and, and learn and every catalog number. everyone's pl- every player's <laughs> number and the salaries they made. Nice. Because I have other things to do, like live I, my I, life. I, you know, what? I gotta be honest with you. Ed, I don't believe you. I don't believe you have better things to do. I do have better things to do. Agree to disagree. Like spend time with my loved ones. You know. All right, man. Whatever, dude. We've been here two hours. Let's go home. Have you really? Oh, we did. Jesus, we have. All right, uh, FIFA updates. I don't have a FIFA update for you. Uh, I heard I saw something on Twitter that Chris is in the final because Jer Bear or somebody couldn't get the game in, so it was forfeited. And Chris got his, Chris earned his way into the final by somebody else quitting. Anyways, so there you go. Whatever. Uh, the we, slice of bacon. I don't think we're getting this. Go week. to riasquadcast.com and you can read we'll her see if there's a slice of bacon up there. <laughs> you can read her other pieces that she's given us. Uh, slice of bacon on riasquadcast.com. Um, oh, she says uh, she actually sent me a tweet saying I can get something written tomorrow for the site. So there's gonna be another one up for you. So go there, Ben. Where can they find you on the socials, man? You can find me at DT Radio Ben on the Twitter machine. You can email the show Riot Squadcast. Or sorry, show at Riot Squadcast. <laughs> sorry, or you could you could use the old email Riot Squadcast at gmail.com. Either one, um, if it's a good email, we will answer it. If it's a shitty email, I probably will just uh, discard it and be yelled at by Ed. Or everyone, literally everyone. Um, you can find Chris on all social medias uh, at ZeroCool138. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook, or Twitter and Instagram at EdTheZombie13. You can find the show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that. Just search Riot Squadcast. Make sure you're liking our stuff. Make sure you're sharing our posts. That's one of the greatest things you guys can do for us, other than listening our show, to our show. Um, you can call in, leave voicemails. You can call in during the shows. If you call 562-641-5277, that's 562-641-5277. Uh, if you do leave us a voicemail, keep it to like a one minute. That way we're not running like three four minutes on each phone call. That's really appreciated. Uh, we're going to have a giveaway next show too, so for a call, for someone who calls in. There you so. go. Uh, if you want to go follow us on riotsquadcast.com where we have all their stuff up there. We have a shirt for sale. We have a slice of bacon. Uh, go to our Patreon if you want to help support the show. That's patreon.com slash riotsquadcast. Um, again, go to the Angel City Brigade and Lars Instagrams where you can go help out, donate some money uh, to one of the fallen members of Lars and also go help out uh, cancer patients. Go help and, and donate. Uh, you can do all that. Go check the socials. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm sure many of you turned off the show once you found out Chris wasn't here, but we appreciate you guys sticking with us. Uh, thank you to the YouTube live chat. It's always so much fun, even though you have negative Nancys like you, Renee, that come in and just want to badmouth everybody, but that's okay because we love you too. On that note, we will talk to you guys next week. Bye! Brian, suck a dick, bitch. Woo!